Good evening, everyone. Welcome to Meltcast 3.0. This week we have a very chill, laid-back, late-night episode. We talk about this week's books. And at the end, we're joined by Meltdown's very own lawyer, Adam Silverstein. So welcome to Meltcast 3.0. I'm Josh Carp, and I'm joined here with Eddie and Aristotle. He's drinking a tiny beer because he still a, has to drive home. It's a regular sized beer. I mean, it's a can. It's, uh, it's a in can. comparison to <laughs> the beer can. that Josh brought, Josh is uh, drinking. I've yeah, literally never seen it shaped so largely like that. Uh, that's uh, yeah, thirty-two what, ounces of beer. That's what she said. But that's what it's such a, a weird. Why thirty-two ounces? That's a weird number. Well, in case you don't want to drink in forty and feel like a complete like you know drunk. Wait, actually, it says it is, it a is 40. actually yeah. a forty. But I mean, oh. it's still oddly shaped. Well, I, I don't know. You know. Anyways, let's uh. This isn't a beer podcast. This is a comic podcast. It it can be both. <laughs> it can be both. No, let's no. Uh. In this episode, We're it's, not in Echo Park. It's just <laughs> whoa, whoa, bro! Shots fired. I like Echo Park, but come on. if there was a beer podcast, <laughs> it'd be done in Echo Park. Yes, right? Yep. Well, okay. I'm not lying. <laughs> this episode is just going to be the three of us because uh, I think we needed this. It seemed like right away we, not like right away. It's only been a few episodes, but we got a lot of good guests. Well, today we're also joined by the ghost of Holly. Ah, yeah, the ghost of Holly. The ghost of Holly passed. (sighs) Karaoke! (laughs) (laughs) Um, right. so, uh, yeah, we're going to dive into into this this week's big hitters. All right, where do you want to start? Let's start with the biggest little hitter of all, Big Man Plants. I didn't read Big Band Plans. Uh, well, did I? Fuck <laughs> that. Uh, this book's amazing. Eric Powell's like... Um, Please tell us why. Kicking ass. Uh, it's about a, a tiny man. Tiny violent man. Um, there's some great moments. Uh, he leaves a tip at a bar. Uh, and the tip is a grenade. <laughs> um, you get to see dwarf penis. Uh, you learn about his origins in Vietnam. Okay. Um, yeah, he's just basically an all-around badass motherfucking dwarf or midget. Is it midget? I don't... It's dwarf. Dwarf. Okay. You don't say midget. Okay. That's fine. Uh, hyper-violent, uh, super cool, beautifully illustrated. It's the most violent thing that happens in this book. Uh, I think he stabs some guy, uh, neo-Nazi in prison with a fork, and then, <laughs> like, starts, like, glurgling around in the hole with his thumb. Oh. That's fun. Yeah. The highlight for me was like dwarf glurgling. penis. Dwarf penis, though. Yeah. Um, it's also co-written by Tim Weish. Big ups. Nice. Um. So, Big Man Plants. 
Big Man Plants. Pick it up. Image Comics. Is it one shot or is it ongoing? It's an ongoing. It's okay. like uh, short. Oh, it's, it's like a mini, four. Is it four issues? Okay. Yeah. That's cool. What was the last thing he he, he did? He's and he's doing Goon and Goon. Is that it? I feel like he did something for the else. Last several. I feel like every now and then he puts out like one shots. Yeah. Of like different things. I can't recall the last time yeah. he's done it. But I've been loving the Goon, which has been yeah. getting like super dark and like nihilistic. I think after Hellboy died, yeah. all the image creators are... And the Dark Horse people. Yeah, and the Dark Horse people are sort of like, wait a minute, we can kill our main characters. <laughs> There's still a story. Do Does want. DC and Marvel know about this? Uh, no, apparently don't, they haven't Don't let them heard. know. No one's died in any of those universes. <laughs> Everything is as it always Ginger shall be. Peachy. Everything <laughs> is awesome. No, I take it back. When's the uh, Lego Movie comic? Oh, that's a good point. They should make a Lego Movie comic, <laughs> right? Yeah. Each issue could should come with like a, a, a scan to three D print your own like exclusive Lego. That too. I was gonna say each issue comes with uh, one brick, and then at the end of the series, you've got yourself an entire whatever the fuck they want you to build. Oh, see, that's better. Okay. I like that. Yeah, but I, I'm thinking about like shipping it. Yeah. That's poor practice. Like, that would yeah. suck to have a Lego, <laughs> like, attached to your comic. You can't stack them. You can't stack them. No. Yeah. That uh, sounds like a nightmare. <laughs> a logistical I, oh, nightmare. I, uh, I think it was yesterday, I had, I had some free time, so I decided to organize my comics. And, uh... It's always a bad idea. No, it was, it was a fine idea. It, it was great. What did you learn about yourself? Uh, I scream like Ray Romano. Because I, I pulled out my DC short box. <laughs> I pulled out my DC short box, and uh, I grabbed my comics. I opened up the box. I was ready to put them in when I noticed this big ass spider on the side of my box, and I like I yelled out of fear, but in a like a manly a, way, not like in an Kermit the Frog. Like, <laughs> and then, but when I did that, my dog, my new dog Jeff. Ran to my side, but did like he eat right the next, spider. No, like he could tell. Like he got, like, I got scared, you, bro. but he was like, "I'm gonna be next to you and, and be scared with you." Are you and, sure uh, it was that, or it was like if whatever's yeah, going down, no, I want to no, be no. next to the biggest person this, well, that I exists just, in the room with me at the moment? I guess that I don't know, but uh, I mean, a funny Jeff moment. is your bitch. He's my boy, my little boy. That's our was, That's <laughs> some more Romano coming out. <laughs> All right, what's next on the docket here? What do you want to talk about? Uh, before we move on to that, um, speaking about your spider thing, uh, I have this irrational fear that, like, because I have all my boxes set up, like... It's like spiders? No, no, that there's, like, uh, like a nest of, like, termites or something in there, and then one day I'm going to be moving them. Wait, uh, this is your in fear. your boxes. Yeah, in my boxes. That one day I'm gonna be moving them and like looking for an issue, and they're just gonna be like Superman number one. Yeah, like all devoured. No, 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 but no, no, no. it's like, oh god damn it. That's my fear. That's like my irrational fear. I thought you were gonna say it's not it. flooding. It's not anything like that. It's just something is eating your books. It's, it's that something is eating my comics. I thought I, it was gonna be like you move the boxes and then boom, spiders everywhere. No, I'm I okay had. Uh, I, I think everyone in the business of collecting and like doing all that has like the story. We get that in yeah. all the time. It's like, 
oh yeah, my comics were stolen or a the, flood. My, favorite, my mom threw them out. Yeah, my mom threw them away. If only I had known when I was younger that oh, they were going to be worth this much. I wouldn't have tossed them. <laughs> my, my, my comic collection got destroyed. Um, a sewage pipe burst in my house yeah. and flooded our basement. With poop? Uh, all sorts of poop and pee. Uh, excrement and and yeah, destroy. <laughs> it was one of those things where like there was literally like a five second like, do I want to keep them? <laughs> like, nope. Sorry. That's where I learned how to bag and board. So remember, keep I... your comics safe. Bag and board them. It's like safe sex. Yeah. You don't want your comics getting pregnant. Hide them from your mom. I, I have like a box specifically set up with just. The most precious? The most expensive ones. Mm. Like, my entire Walking Dead run is in there. My... What happens if that there's a fire and just that that's box. the box that I grab? That's the first <laughs> no, box. No, what if I that's gra- the box that's that, that catches fire? fire? <laughs> then I'm fucked. Then I just I've, I played out the scenario in my head because my uh, the way my room's set up is uh, to the right, like the window leads like right outside, mm-hmm. um, and that's the first thing I think of was like if there was a fire, I could break that window and just <laughs> toss my boxes out one by one, <laughs> like pass them to whoever's outside, like. Like go, it, go, 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 go. Yeah. Like one of those, like, go save back. my baby. But, like, it's just like, I know they're heavy. Just put them down Help and, and get, get the next one. Come on, man. <laughs> Time is of the essence. The house is burning down. Uh, I've got them cataloged, though, on, like, on a, on a thing online. On an Excel Whoa. spreadsheet? No, no. no there's, there's, a, there's a website called uh, comicbookdb.com that lets you, like, uh... Comic book dumb bitch? <laughs> Shut up, Ray. That was, uh... uh <laughs> that was stellar. I know. Wow. <laughs> And oddly crass. (laughs) For you, especially. Anytime I hear DB, I I don't think of anything else. I am DB. Database. (laughs) No, no, no. I am DB. I am dumb bitch. That's exactly what I think when I think of IMDB. Why? Because that's what it is. Let's just DB. DB. Is that what you called like your friends back in the day? Nope. You're like, so, yeah, yeah. Is it like an insight? I just, I heard, why are you being such a DB? <laughs> I heard someone say DB as dumb bitch, and I was like, that's it. That snapped in my brain. That's all it's all ever going to be. <laughs> Interesting. So, that was it from there? Yeah, yeah, yeah. The course of your entire life changed that way? Yep. Okay. Well played. We're going into your story. I'm sorry. Come yeah, on, no, I, um, yeah, I haven't cataloged on that website. Uh, nice. so, Would you recommend it? Yeah, it's, for it's a free service. It's, it's really nice because you can, uh, put on there like where you got it like uh what condition the book is in i mean in your opinion um can people buy them what, from you or it's just for you to i haven't track. delved into it as much as like looking to see if there's like a, some type of trading thing i'm sure there there probably is um it's just the the website itself i just really use it to like go in there and be like i've got this variant and that's the cool thing like they've got like all the variants on there and if they nice. they don't have a picture of it you can upload it and and then at least that way you know that if you're missing one yeah cuz and that's and that's missing. that's how i know oh when i go places and i'm like oh i need that spider-man issue but what spider-man issue is it and i can look on there and it's like oh okay um i the only thing is i wish they had like a uh, that website specifically had like a an app that linked to my phone like a mobile app Oh, yeah. So I didn't have to, like, log into the on, website. On your, yeah. 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 Uh, going back a little bit on those comic book stories, my girlfriend's grandpa, uh, he went to Vietnam mm-hmm. while he was there. His mom got rid of all his comics. <laughs> <laughs> no. 
That he, is the worst. Yeah, How do you that, come home to that? That's yeah. extra shitty. Like, he came back. Like, my friend died. Like, I saw oh, the no, worst of like, humanity. You're a man now. Yeah. <laughs> so your friends die, you see the worst of humanity, and then you come back and your mother throws out your comics. Yep. Ugh, that's... That's <laughs> like... Where's my parade? That's fucking dark. <laughs> Where's my fucking Batman issues? <laughs> That'd be um, nice. You should figure out what he collected and try to get those back. He probably would remember. They're all like Richie Rich comics. <laughs> like I don't know. Probably a lot of Marvel stuff. But anyways, what what do you want to talk about next? All right. Um, let's talk about Princess Leia. Princess Leia. Which is really good. And um, I'm it's so excited that there's more than three women in the Star Wars universe. Oh, yeah. <laughs> there's more black people. There's more uh, women. They're yeah, just, it's it's expanding. They, uh, so to it's speak, like a true expansion of the universe. Where it's like, oh, there's yeah. not just these white dudes around. Uh, I was just content when they had like more fish people, <laughs> Admiral Akbar and uh, Oh Mari. Mm-hmm. He is fucking awesome. And Admiral Akbar is in, in this, this issue. I want to talk about how weird um, that was. Yeah, and he's ordering the people around as if they're fish people. <laughs> like, he's like, like, I'm sorry, you fault- have these human stupid hands. human hands <laughs> faulting them for how they were. Uh, they're just just the way they are. Yeah, I was like, wow, Akbar's don't a look dick. at don't look at more than one thing at once. It's like what? Stop Jesus, falling man. asleep. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. General Akbar does not fuck around. That's how he became a general. I mean. <laughs> Um, I mean, he's Admiral still here. General Admiral Akbar, yeah. Yeah, don't yeah. don't push him up in I rank. Know. Then Sergeant Akbar. Sergeant <laughs> Private Akbar. Lieutenant <laughs> Akbar. That, that's what I want. I want like a gritty like Private Akbar <laughs> moving his way up the Rebel Alliance. Um, get a book where he's just like on his off days, like what he does, <laughs> going to the store. He goes swimming, hosting parties, going swimming. Yeah, that's. Two on the nose. <laughs> That's what I wanted to see. <laughs> what is um the lady's name? Uh, now I don't you, remember. I think you're the only. Did you? Do you have the? Oh, yeah, you're the only one that brought the Um, Shit. there's a character uh, introduced. Um, I'm forgetting her name. Another female character. She's um, a female character. But sure uh, I'm... Eddie and I were talking earlier. Uh, she... Their relationship. Yeah. Uh, Princess Leia and... Um, I think I think like the, one of the main points of this issue was to be like, Alderaan fucking blew up. Get over it. That's yeah. like a big deal and no one's dealing with it. Well, it's... In, here's, here's the thing. Um, they're in war. They're still in war. Like even even this little like celebration because it takes place. The beginning of the book opens up with the uh, the ceremony where she's giving them the medals for for yeah for blowing up the uh, the Death Star the first time around, um, which is cool. Um, and it's it, you should take those moments to to celebrate. But once again, they're in war. They still have to go on like there's there'll be time for mourning later and yeah. everyone is treating her like Which, she's like this big damage bitch. but i yeah. really wanted her to say that because she never actually says that in the book but you see everyone else saying like man princess leia like doesn't give a fuck they call her basically elsa They're yeah like, fucking nice princess like, man she doesn't even care she's not grieving but like i, I was waiting for the moment for her to be like we're Yvonne. still in war yvonne that's her name E-V-A-A-N. yvonne a-a-n yes brianna tarth 
Yeah, uh, and what that's that's what we were talking about. That her, her relationship is a lot like uh, uh, the relationship between uh, Brianna and. Um, we're shitty with names. <laughs> um, uh, from Game of Thrones. Yes. Um, what's your name? Go on. I can't. <laughs> I'm looking at you for help here. Yeah, you're gonna get none. From <laughs> no, I know. <laughs> Anyways, Catherine. Catherine Stark. Yes. Thank you. Yes. I told. I, it's like I was telling you earlier. I I am like ter- I like the show, but I, <laughs> as far as remembering their names, I'm just like. Dead Stark and Wolf Stark. Scene Bean. And Scene Bean You know nothing, <laughs> Jon Snow. Yes. Uh, I find that shows so many people in it. And, like, yeah, a lot of it is just, like, fake facial recognition. Yeah. I'm like, oh, fat guy. <laughs> fat oh. guy number eight. Yeah. Angry fat guy. <laughs> uh, I don't watch. You should. It's yeah, like, you really should. Uh, it's a cultural phenomenon. I know. <laughs> or so I've been told. Uh, I watched Breaking Bad. That was... That was good. Have, have my, you guys watched any of uh, Better Call Saul? Not yet, but I hear... Yeah, me neither. Cool. My watching of Breaking Bad was literally watching, I think, the first three episodes and then the final episode. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, oh, I get the gist of it. <laughs> I'll fill in the blanks. <laughs> no, I'll fill in the blanks. I, uh, I get that. There's a so pink good. teddy bear at some point. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, from a pl- Some that's probably the face gets blown stupidest up. fucking bullshit in that whole show. The teddy bear is like from a plane crash that happens over his house because Jesse, his partner, okay, uh, was seeing a girl who was trying to get him back on drugs, and she overdoses, mm-hmm. and her dad is an air traffic controller, and because he's grieving so hard, he causes. Two planes to crash in each other, and that teddy bear falls in Walt's pool. Oh, okay. that sounds. I mean, that's weird. That's we, pretty that's uh, spoilers. Spoilers, by the way. No, we, it's not in any way. It. Oh. I mean, if two planes crash, there's going to be debris. And I mean, it's <sighs> it's the coincidental fact that they it happened over, over his, his house. I mean, in this universe, he's just a guy. With it could in the Marvel to universe, anybody. he's not. <laughs> That's true. But anyways, Any, we, yes. we at some point had like a a toy of like the bear, like a stuffed toy. Mm. And I had no idea what that was referencing. My, in my head, I was like, oh, they sneak drugs in these bears. <laughs> nope. I didn't know it was that grim. No. Yeah. Okay. Dead babies. Dead babies. <laughs> it's dead babies. Sure. Okay. <laughs> That's what we're this smuggling. episode. All right. Princess Leia. So Princess Leia, yeah, is um, it's fantastic. And, and I love the fact that they don't just treat her like a princess. Like, in, yeah. I think in, in all the Star Wars movies, all you see is, like, she's royalty. Little regality. She's meant, yeah, she's meant to be respected. She was also That's kind of a badass. It. Uh, yeah. But, I mean, like... It, but an untouched-on badass. Yeah. They're like, oh, you won't escape from us this time. And, and it's like, whoa, wait, there were other times? Like, I like seeing the grievances from, like, the people who are actually part of the Rebel Alliance going, yeah. like, oh, like... Hey, actually seeing their faces. Yeah, actually having complaints about their leaders. Yeah. Um, it, and it's just the way she deals with them too is like is the best. She she walks up to the girl and like talks to her and and, and pretty much tries to to, like, to straighten things out. And she comes to find out that all all the girl wants to do or Evan all all she wants to do is is hold on to the culture of Alderaan. 
Because I don't think that's something that's thought about, that Alderaan blows up, the movies go on, good guys win, that's it. It's never touched upon that, like, an entire culture died. Yeah. And not just that, but what happened to the the people that weren't on Alderaan at that moment, that live on Alderaan. Yeah, um, it reminds me a lot of uh, the Star Trek reboot with the Vulcans, mm-hmm. how they're like, oh, we're going to start a Vulcan colony. Yeah. It's like, where's the fucking Alderaan <laughs> colony? I want that. Well, that's and that's kind of the cool thing about this book. So it 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 answers that question. The uh, they're being hunted down by the Empire. All the people who weren't on Alderaan at that point um, are now being hunted down by the Empire. Especially Leia um, has a giant bounty on her head, mm-hmm. um, and no one wants to let her do anything. So she's trapped in this bubble of like. Hey, we just need you to be a figurehead. Shut up and do what we're telling you to do. Um, and then she just goes, fuck that. Leaves with Yvonne, who now has newfound respect for her. Um, and they go out to find the other people from Alderaan. Which are on Naboo. Which are on which, Naboo. Which... <laughs> yeah, I read that at the end, too, and I was like, oh, uh, okay, yeah. we're going back to Naboo? Oh, okay. Um, <laughs> the other thing I'll bring up, it reminds me a lot of the Brian Wood run, uh, one of the last yeah. Dark Horse runs, yeah. um, in the sense that none of the characters in this, unlike, uh, the Star Wars Marvel main tentpole title, uh, none of the characters in this look like the actors yes. portraying it, Thank and you. they look like caricatures of the actual core of what the character is. Princess Leia looks like... A badass space princess. Mm-hmm. You know, it's it's not, you know, they're not sticking to the actors as much. And I yeah, really yeah. enjoy when a Star Wars book has, like, you know, sort of dares to do that. Artistic yes. interpretation. Yeah. Uh, a, f- a funny thing that I thought, though, when I opened up the book, was that it has those, like, Star Wars titles. Uh, and I was reading them just to see, like, maybe there's some reference to the book that I'm missing. Yeah. But it's just a like a synopsis of the movie yeah and i was like why the why did i read this i know the movie (laughs) i it's i mean it was just a funny it was a weird a funny moment that i had to myself like fuck okay yeah i've just been reading the book yeah i know this yeah speaking of which uh i never read those i i I read them i do i i it's i'm i'm bad like i i don't ever read that or the letters column in the back. My oh, girlfriend, yeah, whenever yeah. she reads the books, she usually tends to, and she's like, "Oh, and this, this, and this." And I'm like, "Where did you read that?" And she's like, oh, "In the back, in and the I'm book." Like, <laughs> and I'm like, "Oh, after the story is done, I check out." Yeah, <laughs> it goes in the back and board, and it goes away. Uh, Saga and a few others are the only ones that like I will. On sex criminals read. is sex the only criminals. one that I do that. With. I mean, Invisible stole me with that. Like the yeah. the Invisible's letter section is like one of the greatest. Letter sections in the histories of comics. Hmm. Histories. Uh, if you can hear that, there is a show going on underneath us at the moment. A sketch show. I don't, I don't know a, what you're talking about. A sketch show. Uh, I can't you, hear. If anything, you can pick yeah. it up on the mics, but no, it no sounds it. it sounds like a party. Sounds like a hootenanny. <laughs> a uh, a box yeah. social. All of the above. Yes. <laughs> um. But yeah, no, it's uh, Princess Leia is fantastic book. Go pick it up. Um, I feel maybe one of the stronger of the three Star Wars books. Yeah, I'd say that it's the strongest. Um, and I don't know if it's just because Mark Wade's writing it, and he's a fantastic man. Uh, I love his work. 
I just think in, um, in terms of with everything else, it's piecing together scenarios that we know the outcome. Yeah. This is sort of something where it's like, we're going to talk about Princess Leia. No one talks about Princess Leia. Yeah, there's a lot of like almost like gray area to work in. Yeah. Um, even Everything that, else like is pretty boxed. That bit at the end with her and Yvonne where she goes like, can we just like cut the bullshit and be friends? And Yvonne's like, no. Because <laughs> there's still that sense of like, you're a princess. You're you're supposed to be treated like you said regally. It's just it's I that's that's not what's done. Like that's the culture that we come from doesn't dictate that. And and it almost seems like Princess Leia's like, oh, we, it's, we can do. Don't worry. Don't about worry it. about it. Alderaan exploded. Yeah. <laughs> we we're all friends things. now. No, we're all friends now. <laughs> There's only so many of us. Um, uh, I wait. really I, I I really want to see where this goes. Uh, and the art um good terry good dotson God. and his uh, wife and his yeah his wife his yeah. wife um amazing works on inks. on everything with him uh inks amazing jordy Belair's are also uh, his coloring is just superb this is it's it's a real dream team yeah it's it's a great book and i, I look forward to more of it um we want to get to next mr aristotle uh let's talk uh, should I talk about one of these books that we all read, or should I just talk about <laughs> a, a, um, a weirder book? What do you guys choose? Go weirder book, go for it. Yeah, go uh, weirder first. Go weird. Well, did you guys happen to read A Girl Walks Home Alone at Night? Yes. Because no. it's fucking rad. Yeah. So cool. I uh, I've yet the, to see the movie. I love the cover. Neither have I. Yeah, I, so I, I remember picking up the first issue and thinking, what is this? And then I look through it. Is that the first it. issue? What issue is that? Uh, issue two. Two. Okay. But, like, I read the book, and I was like, damn, this is fucking cool. And it's based then, on a movie? And then I found out there was a movie. I was like, no way. Like There's a short no... film? or it's, it's Well, I'm, I want to say it's just like a, I don't know. I haven't, I haven't seen it's it. It's a movie. Yeah. Okay. yeah. I don't but think I've seen it. This... It's like the only, like, Middle Eastern vampire movie. Yeah. And oh, really? And she skateboards, and it's just super cool. But like, I, I thought it was uh, strange and interesting that there's like no mention. The of art the movie. looks really awesome in it. It's all black and white. Yeah, and very, of... very like Ramiro-y. Yeah, mm. yeah. It's good. It's really good. Um, Starking amount of black in there. Yeah, it's great. This is there's a there's a whole page, two whole pages in here that I just fucking love, where the book there's like these this couple having sex. And then she's watching them, and she's talking about how, like, I tried giving up. I'm trying to give up uh, blood, but, like, I've killed so many people, and it's kind of a flashback to these people having sex. And then she touches the girl's toe, and then they both look back, and she's there, like, hissing. And then, <laughs> and it's... I, Don't you I just love... hate it when this happens? <laughs> but, like, there's just so much black on these two pages. She looks like a cat. <laughs> <laughs> and then the next page, they're all dead. Yeah. Oh yeah. I mean, which is uh, awesome. And uh, I just like the like the narrative of break like breaking the like actual like monotony of the not monotony but like the sort of like narrative and going into that weird like desert hallucination. Mm-hmm. Like, who puts that out? Uh, I think it's the legend. It's uh, Radco. And they and the the only like advertising kind of thing because i was i thought like why isn't there a poster or something for the movie yeah uh i just thought it was cool that they're like we don't need the movie this book is awesome the own but they sell skateboards <laughs> <laughs> and uh yeah the skateboards are awesome i don't i, skate, love, I, I s- want one i saw so cool. 
Uh, you can decorate your new apartment. Oh. Aristotle's uh, moving. Uh, for those of you who don't know, uh, moving his, on up. His long oh, search no, no. for a new apartment oh, has ended. He's found a house. He is now oh, in the apartment. process. Of, Sorry, just getting an apartment. Yeah. He's now in the process of decorating it. I'm getting five apartments. I don't need a house. Five apartments. Five apartments, and then I rent them all out, and then they all give me money. And then you're still homeless. Yeah. <laughs> you're still, still living. But I got a lot of money. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, a girl who, walks home alone at night. I saw that in awesome. an image book the other day in the back. I think for Black Science, they had like Black Science skateboards. Nice. Uh, which are fucking dope. <laughs> who uh, who's writing? Uh, who's doing the art and writing in it? You know, I'm not even sure. Tell I us a little I, bit more about the book, Aristotle. Yeah, I, I don't even know if they give that information. I. <laughs> I didn't see it, and it. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. There's no credits in the there's comic no book. No credits. It's just pure. <laughs> it's just art. pure comic book. It's written Take by it. <laughs> Anna Lily Amarpour. Mm-hmm. Art by Michael Dewees. Mm-hmm. Lettering by Patrick Brashua. Butchering it, these names. Yes. Yeah, <laughs> these I'm poor sorry. people don't deserve that. Well, I mean, why you gotta have hard names? <laughs> I Is get it all the time. Aristotle yeah. Arevico. I, I, I know. I have to Seriously? deal with it all the time. It's cool. It's cool. Have you ever thought about legally changing your name? When I was little. <laughs> I mean, Aristotle is the most badass name. Well, did you get? Ma- thank you. Did you? Did like? Was it because you got like made fun of a lot when you were little? Uh, never made fun of, but it certainly uh, made me stick out more than I wanted to stick out. No, wait. What was like the go-to like insult for Aristotle? You know that's weird. It's weird that no, uh, I, I can't remember. I can't ever even being insulted like, yeah, I, for, yeah, like, like Stottle like, throttle. I, I that's think, what I mean, but that's not all mean. the insults were ba- are you know thrown at my long hair as a kid. Uh, I had a mustache in sixth grade. Which is, oh, I know, I know which your is, plight, I wish, which sir. Is kind of like people I had to making start, fun of me. I had to start shaving at the end of fifth grade, nice, pretty regularly, and. I, that was the most embarrassing thing in the world to me, but like in <laughs> retrospect, I like I'm like that's kind of fucking like, cool. Yeah, fuck you guys. I have a mustache. Yeah, I had a mustache. I first shaved at the. Hey, I, will, I will one day have a mustache. I'm sure. Eddie, I cannot uh, wait for like whatever weird meltdown reason where we all don't shave, <laughs> and it just still just looks like see, this. Yeah, just to see your like little baby patch face. <laughs> it's it's the worst. It just it looks like uh, no, nobody wants to get with that. <laughs> nobody. Yes. Ugh. Yeah. We want. No. To know. I want to see your patch. Yeah. No. I want to see like the weird like it's weird and Mexican-y. That you grow. It's just. <laughs> That's awesome. Oh, yeah. It's not. You got. You just got to keep shaving. It, 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 <laughs> my beard and mustache weren't like this before. They were very thin and. and I feel like that's a myth. Yeah. What? The like shave and it comes in more. Oh, I'm living proof. Because my like you see this thick black beard hair and it was not like that before. It was super thin, like hair on my arm. Yeah. I always find it weird when you guys shave and like you guys come in with like bald face. No, yeah, it's terrifying. I look so young. Yeah. Yeah. Terrifying. Creepy. I'm old and now I have gray in my beard. It's the greatest thing in the world. Oh, I always get the like. I love it. I have one white beard hair. Yeah, I used to get one right on my cheek and now I don't. I don't get it anymore. I always get the, yeah, like when I tell people how old I am, like 
I'm like, oh, I'm 26. And they're like, you look 19. I'm like, go fuck yourself. <laughs> Don't look 19. I mean. I look like a really tired, like, 19-year-old, I mean, if anything. Yeah, I know. I could see you getting carded at a bar. <laughs> I, I do. <laughs> and then you don't have it because you lost. <sighs> yeah. Or they, oh, I don't know what the status on that. But. You got an idea yet? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I did. Okay. Yeah. Cool. Me too. <sighs> the other day I watched Babel. With yeah. Wait, and, uh, who directed that uh, again? Alejandro Inuitu, uh Yeah, 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 yeah. I was like, wait, what's his last name? Just Alejandro did it. Just replace people's last names. Garcia. Or like (laughs) Steven. Paco. Paco. (laughs) But I I watched Babel. Goddamn. Brad Pitt in that movie. Uh, I like, I I hate. Never mind. I'm going to rein that back in. I love the deaf girl in that. What? (laughs) Oh. oh, oh. Franco Cucci? Yeah. What was that going to be beforehand? Nothing. <laughs> gonna, do right. you, I hate the deaf girl. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. She's I, great. I haven't watched that movie, so. There's a deaf girl. Uh, she goes to a rave. Deaf. Yeah. Which is a. Uh, and takes ecstasy. Yeah. Uh, that means. Those are all things that I was like, oh, I never thought of that. You that's feel a, the that's music. interesting. But. Uh, right. Brad Pitt has a a weathered look to him in that movie, where his like mm-hmm. beard is like gray and his hair is short and gray. And I was like, God damn it! I love he that you described so him good. as if he was like a, a book on a shelf that had been like lost at sea. That's what he looked like. He looked yeah. like a, a weathered, lost at sea. yeah, <laughs> like a leather like, weathered. This book. book looks like it's been through a lot, and it's a hardy book in a bottle. A yeah, book. this is a Hemingway. <laughs> <laughs> It drinks scotch. <laughs> scotch. And shoots guns. Yes. All right. Uh, what, uh, what should we talk about next? Um, I, yeah, go ahead. Let's talk nameless. Nameless. Let's I'm dead. fucking jamming on that. I I uh, I like this issue more than the last issue. I <laughs> like it exponentially more than the last issue. Yeah. That The, the first issue was, uh, had a lot of very confusing moments. And this one, uh... Yeah, I think, like, I mean, like, it was basically an exposition. Mm -hmm. You know, like, that's what we complained about last week, is like, oh, these first issues where nothing happens, but I think Grant Morrison was like, how do I make nothing happen? Well, everything everything happens. (laughs) So it's very, you know, like, a lot of craziness occurs, but... That mm. first issue is very Inception-y, where it's like, you're yeah. here, nope, you're actually here. It was like it was like an Old Spice commercial. Yeah, it was, <laughs> but this is... Now I'm a horse. Yeah, now I'm a horse. Now you're a secret agent, now we're stealing magic keys. But now now it's like just grounded, as, <laughs> yeah, as yeah, weird yeah. as that is. Um, I'm really interested in like this weird, uh, this woman that's gone crazy, because we never got to that, right, at the end? Uh, last we saw that she got out of that room. If you haven't read it, there's a, a crazy woman. Yes. <laughs> I also love that the guy who hired him is also crazy. Yeah. Like, he, he that was the guy that let her out, right? Yeah. Okay, yeah. It's like, man, what is going on here? I do like, it has like a very, uh, Alien. aliens feel. Yeah. And like, my favorite thing is like, they're they're doing the dinner table, you know, like, 
oh, let's meet everyone. And like the little dialogue box while they're all sitting around that is, exactly I forget half of the names after hearing them once. Yeah. And it's like, oh. That's exactly how it goes. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, oh, cool. Like, you're not making me invest in these characters <laughs> that are probably all going to die. Although, to be, to be real, We're that real? happens to me all the time. I'm the worst at it. I mean, if you're bad about it with Game of Thrones, yeah. real life is much oh, more complicated. So you know what's uh, uh, the, the trick that I've gone uh, to doing is um, when I have somebody around me that I know their name. Yeah, dude, I know. I'll do the, you uh, introduce yeah. them to someone? Yeah, that's my favorite yeah. thing to do. It's be like, oh, hey, uh, Josh, this is, um, uh, and then they go like, oh, Aristotle. And it's like, ah, uh, Aristotle. <laughs> I'm gonna forget in five minutes again. Oh wait, yeah. me and my other friend. <laughs> I that's why I, I try to like ask for everybody's Facebook like right off the bat or like I get to know people. Where I'm like, oh, See, let me get your Facebook, thing. and then like it's just like oh, it's like immediate. Yeah, and, yeah. and it's in there, and once and it's like weird. Like once I see a name and have a face next yeah. to it, I'm like, oh yeah, that's John Darbitson. <laughs> and also, oh. Uh, uh, the Sorry, Facebook John helps, But then you also say, like, oh, I tried finding you on Facebook. How do you spell your name again? Yeah. Boom. Ooh, that's Boom. sneaky. Yeah. That's Aristotle. a good one. And then if you did find them on Facebook and you just forgot, then you're a terrible person. Uh, I'm a terrible person. <laughs> I'll, I'll fully admit that. It's just, yeah. ugh, so will I. So will I. But, but you were saying back to talking about nameless. Talking about, I, yeah, yeah. I talking do about like nameless. Oh, in a that's world actually, where no one ha- yeah, yeah, oh that's actually God. weirdly oh, fitting. Shit. Yeah, I like that. Good segue, <laughs> right? And then um, they call him nameless. Yeah, which is funny. I, but the other thing I know is like Grant Morrison. You're into the coolest shit in the world, and I love all your crazy occult roots. I love you bringing that sort of stuff into submiss like you know more mainstream comic books. Uh, talking about, like, Enochian language and, like, the war in heaven and all the, like, like not Tiamat, what is he, Mar- Marduk? Like, he's bringing up these, like, weird conspiracy cult stuff mm. in a way that's, like, fun and fucking yeah. driving a story. And it's not like this, like, you know, like, in the basement, pot smoking, sad... <laughs> Like, everyone's out to get me paranoia away. He's like, yeah, these are concepts, and whether they're real or not, they exist. They're they're out there, so you have to deal with the concept. Reading through this, I knew that that's, like, stuff that he was throwing in there. It's just, because I'm unfamiliar, it's hard to see what is, like, something that's made up for the story and what is, like, a real thing that he's just, that he's putting into the book. But I also wanted to note this one page right here that when I turned to it... Angels and demons. I was like, oh, shit. It looks like a Jeff Darrow. I was like, oh, I was like, is it Jeff Darrow? It just needs a little more space to free. No, Chris... And it's it's just a fantastic... Chris Burnham's insanely amazing. Mm -hmm. Yeah, there's, there's like, a lot of artists that come from that, like, same school of, like, uh, really detailed like oriented like and almost like that the little the characters look like crunchy sometimes like <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah like Who's... like uh quietly yeah we yeah. had someone describe him in stores like i don't like him everyone everyone he draws looks like a sack of knuckles <laughs> <laughs> and i was like oh my god that's the most accurate description it's Who's... beautiful 
who was the gentleman who did uh, that that Godzilla book? The Godzilla. Oh James God, Stoko? Century War. Stoko, yes, yes. Oh, uh, man, same thing. Like is, all the the little details yes. in that. Like, and I and I wish sometimes when I'm reading those books that I had like a magnifying glass next he, to me. He did to... Orkstein too, correct? Yeah, yeah. That one Orkstein. Yeah. That, uh, he also did like. I remember you talking to you about it. He that like I think hundredth anniversary yeah, uh, issue of Avengers oh, or yeah Avengers. Oh, uh, the cover. No, he did the, the interior. interior. Yeah, yeah, no, but like, like he did that cover uh, with all the little Iron Men, right? Or was that inside the book? I don't remember. But he had one with like it was like a bunch of like little like it was like different armors and stuff, and uh, they were yeah. all fighting something. I don't remember, but it was a cool Doctor yeah. Strange and uh, yeah. yeah, it's like a Black Doctor Strange, right? Yeah, yeah. I. I can't remember if I read that one. And I think that Doctor Strange in that... Was that Brother Voodoo Doctor Strange? I don't know. I don't know. Huh. But back to Nameless. Back to Nameless. <laughs> yeah. I love Super it. Super cool. Yeah. He talks about a lot of weird, weird stuff. Issue do. Are we still on board? Oh, hell yeah. So on okay. board. I'm more on board now than I was when I first started. Speaking of Grant, uh, I saw a th- uh, thing for Secret Wars where they... Uh, did a was it X's for Extinction, and they uh, showed uh, his his like X Men from like the oh the really did. yeah, um, so I'm excited for that. I don't know I don't think he's gonna be writing it, but just to go back in, into like that that time period. Yeah, definitely. They just wore leather jackets and suits <laughs> and stuff. Yeah, they're like embrace the films. <laughs> My favorite thing to come out of that it was uh, Phantom X. Yeah, Phantom X is uh, one of the greatest characters. He is my favorite X-Men, or X-Men character, I guess. I love him. Um, Jean-Paul. Fucking, yeah. Fucking awesome. Yeah, and, and like he's really not been in any books that like where he hasn't made them better. Yeah. Like yeah. X-Force. It's like, in... once he's on there, I was like, yes, please, give me more. <laughs> yeah, there was, was, was it the... Sam Humphrey's run that like it, he was he didn't come back into like the series until like maybe like four or five issues yeah into it and I was like oh there he is <laughs> thank god because <laughs> I like him I, he's he's there was there was one of the series where like they split him up and I think it was that one where they split up his brain into three into bodies three, right? yeah. Yeah. yeah and that was fucking awesome um, I also like that he's like with Psylocke yeah, he like, was with her for a while who, after she. Uh, Psylocke is my favorite X Men. I I like love really? her and I love him and I love that they like were together for the time that they were. Yeah, mm. it's like you two are too beautiful. Just no kiss. Well, they were, and then like they they explained that too. Like she was living with him, uh, him and hit the female uh, him. Yeah, yeah. got split out of him, uh, <laughs> who was a lot more compassionate than he was, and then like sooner or later. Because they both, with... they well, yeah, they both are from the same entities, and that that entity loves Psylocke. Mm-hmm. And sooner or later, she fell for the one that was a little bit more nicer and compassionate towards her. Uh, I remember that. Yeah, <laughs> I loved it. I thought it was great. And then there was like the one that was like completely psychotic, but still yeah. loved her. And he he had like a black suit, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the the and then they started dating each other. The, yeah. the two Phantom X's. Because <laughs> he, as much as he loves Psylocke, he loves fucking himself. loves himself. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's like, that's like the oozy charm of him. Like, yeah. it, when Grant first introduced him and, like, all new, 
He's just such a like smarmy cunt. Because he he's got a little bit of like that gambit thing where he's like, oh, he's a thief, but he's not Cajun, so you can understand what the fuck he's saying. <laughs> but he's French. He's Everyone French. Loves he's it. French, but he's not like not French. Like yeah. But do you know he about... was raised in that dome, right? But do you know about Phantomus? No. Phantomus is like uh... oh yeah yeah the 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 play that they talk about the. Yeah, I mean, it's like a real yeah, thing. Yeah. No, uh, yeah, Phantomus is like uh, a super villain of, I believe it's like... French culture. Yeah, the like French aristocracy and he'd like... Because that's what do... happened. He adopted a lot of like French culture. Yeah. Uh, or I guess stole and made it his <laughs> own. But Fan- Phantomus was like fucking... He was just an anarchist. Yeah. And, and like he'd be like, you know, he'd like go to the high-end perfume, manu- like like places, boutiques... And, like, put, like, sulfuric acid in there. So, like, women would, like, just burn their faces off. Like, he'd wait for, like, the biggest stage production or opera and, like, put plague rats in there. Like, he's just there to fuck shit up. Yeah, that's great. Yeah. All right. uh, Awesome for him. Not the victim. Moving on. (laughs) Uh, Hawkeye. Hawkeye. All new the Hawkeye. All new Hawkeye. Um, Not the Hawkeye. Yeah, not no. the Hawkeye. Uh, this uh, is a completely all-new creative team on Hawkeye. Uh, it's uh, Jeff Lemire and um, is Mr. Per- yeah, it's an, it's an, this is uh, even the the current day because I I don't know. I have terrible memory. So there's some scenes in in the book uh, and and they're two different art styles. One of them is a flashback sequence and the uh, done in like watercolor, done yeah, in, yeah, in yeah. beautiful watercolors. Uh, and the other uh, is is done in the more traditional art, uh, very much the, capturing uh, the Asia. Yeah, of the uh, uh, yeah, yeah. How do you pronounce Asia? Asa. Asia. Asa. Asa. Uh, uh, but yeah, that's what I thought. I thought. Uh, oh. But Jeff Lemire and uh, Ramon Perez are uh, writing the the story, uh, and it's just it's great. Yeah. It's. It's Jeff fine. Lemire, who's not uh, a stranger to Archers, uh, <laughs> coming off a run of uh, Green what? Arrow and then going towards uh, go- doing Hawkeye, um, but still keeping within in almost kind of the same feeling. Uh, th- or this is that's what I got from this issue of the of the Faction run. Yeah, that is still like uh, fun and jokey, and but had heart. Uh, yeah, yeah, but but also a little dark and like. Yeah, well, yeah, you, you the, learned a little the... bit about him and his brother, uh, and where they came from a little bit, uh, and where how they got to the the circus where they were uh, raised, um, uh, the circus where they ended up learning archery, ah, and, archery circus and all tricks. the and, <laughs> and becoming villains for a bit, I guess. But yeah, um, this is a yeah, no, it's fantastic. It's him, <laughs> and as always, him and Kate, uh, just just their back and forth is great. Um, yeah, it is. They're they're working for Shield now as Team Hawkeye. I do like in the um, big like semi splash yeah. when they're fighting Hydra that one of the Hydra guys is totally taking a selfie. Oh, really? I didn't even Just notice eating that. A cheeseburger. <laughs> yeah, Hydra it's like man. very like. I, I love thinking of like <laughs> the Hydra agents, or just yeah, just, just henchmen, henchmen in general, in general. Just being like slackers. Yeah, being like, uh, I, li- I like the idea of like a henchman, 
like slacking off and that being the penance for his death. Yeah. It's like the moment you like step out of line and like you're like, you know what? I deserve this cigarette. <laughs> it's like the moment you're like outside and like get like, you know, arrowed to the, the face. face. <laughs> I'm glad he was taking the selfie. That's great. Yeah. Yeah. It's great. But it's it's a really good book. Um it's setting up a, a new storyline. This is a great point to jump on if you uh sure. missed the fraction run. Um, Jeff Lemire is an incredible writer, and this is a, a great place to, to start off with uh, Hawkeye, who is, uh, I f- feel, has come a lot more into his own since the movies, and they gave him his own title and such. I feel like that's mostly just this book, though. Yeah. Because in the other books, he's still a joke. <laughs> well, I mean, he a, was, but that's, I, I, I mean, that's just, just kind of his charm, though. Like, he, it, uh, it's his unassuming nature. Yeah. <laughs> like, I love him in Secret Avengers. Yeah. I don't know if you read Secret Avengers. Yeah. Read read Secret Avengers. It's a great book, know, and all the covers me. are done by I mean, Trad Moore. Yeah, uh, I did. I always noticed that, and that that is honestly the reason I started picking it up because <laughs> uh, I love Trad Moore's art. Um, but then I read the books, and they were really fun. They were actually really well. Modok is in it, and yeah, there's not enough Modok in books. He's well, got his own series coming. I know. I'm excited. <laughs> Fuck yes. <laughs> Wait. I just realized something. Yeah. Is Howard the Duck going to come after Secret Wars? Howard the Duck's coming out next week, bro. Yeah, dude. So what happens to Howard the Duck during Secret Wars? He gets put in the Benicio Del Toro cage. Secret secret Duck. Secret Duck. He gets transplanted into the Marvel Cinematic Universe. They're killing uh, Deadpool off uh, in like three or four weeks, and they're killing him off, quotation marks. Uh... And he's got his own Secret Wars book. It's like Secret Deadpool Wars or something. Like secret that. pools. Secret Secret Deadpool secret. Wars. It's all about like little lakes. <laughs> little lakes. It's uh, it's you jump into other people's houses and use their pools. Secret yeah. pools. Yeah. Yeah. Um. What else? What do we want to talk uh, about now? I want to talk about Descender. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> you want to save that for later. No, 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 we'll no, no, no. Let's just plow through. Going it. from Jeff Lemire to Jeff Lemire. Um, I'm pr- I, I don't know if I'm pronouncing his last name right. Lemire, 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 Lemire. Jeff, Jeff we're, Lemire. We're the worst. No one's gonna want to be on this podcast. <laughs> I know. Right? <laughs> like, uh, welcome to the podcast where we say this your is, names wrong. Oh no, this is yeah. That's what we'll do. Uh, Josh, uh, this is. Uh, uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's gonna be uh, every, well. No, no, no. One of the great ones is. Uh, Past ones being like, "Hi, I'm Josh." I know, uh, Eddie, and then it's like guest, <laughs> and then guess. they say it themselves. Yes, I remember. I was really, really freaked out. But right before we interviewed Doug Tenapple, yeah, because I was like, "How do you, how do you say his name? <laughs> how do you say it?" And he's like, "Doug Tenapple," and I was like, "Yes, okay." Yeah, because it's... <laughs> I didn't say that wrong. Mr. Earthworm Jim himself. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then you just stare blankly at him. Uh, so, Descender. Uh, Basically, if AI was good, that's yeah. how I've been pitching it. Jeff Lemer and Dustin Nguyen. Um, uh, the story here is... Uh, the um, this Advanced Society um, run... Uh, seven different planets, right? Seven different pl- planets, yes. Um are very dependent on technology as is the foreshadowing of almost every sci-fi thing uh, is that technology sooner or later will run amok. Um, these 
colossal uh, robots show up out of nowhere. Uh, almost super badass. They look super badass. They look almost like Celestials from uh, from Marvel. Um, and without warning, destroy most of society. Um, strangely enough, leaving behind a lot of robots. Yes, yeah, strangely enough, leaving behind a lot of robots. Uh, which then leads the humans, um, because this is human nature, I guess, to place blame on someone, uh, to then place blame on said robots as being tied into some type of secret, uh, overthrow the humans plot, um, uh, and then leads to mass robot genocide. Mm-hmm. Um, then. Flash forward later, yeah. uh, you find out that one of the uh, the lead robotic scientist from from uh, from Go the book um, is uh, it, they find out that that there's almost like a genetic code to these robots mm-hmm. um, in their in their codex, I guess you could say. Um, and in the, in the basest uh, uh, simplest code, uh, they tie it back to. One of the the robots that he had created. Who happens to be a boy. Um, And he's on one of the moons. He awakens. Uh, They... Boybot. Boybot. (laughs) Boybot and what seems like his dog bot. Yeah. Uh, He wakes up to find that all of the other robots on his... his No, not all the other robots. All the other humans. humans. Because everything around him is dead. It has has died uh, through some some terrible accident. He also... I don't... Uh, does he find out, or he doesn't know that there was the robot genocide? He finds out through these transmissions uh, uh-huh. because they're 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 on a separate thing. They're like on a moon colony. On a mine. Um, yeah, that wasn't affected by the by that. They they hit some type of gas line, and they just like it was poisonous gas, and it just instantly killed everybody. Um, and he was asleep for ten years for whatever reason. Uh, <laughs> um, and so he he's wakes up and is reading these transmissions. He's a nap bot. Yeah, he's a nap bot. We all like a good nap. It's a siesta bot. Uh, <laughs> I can say that. It's fine. Uh, um, but he wakes up, and it's just... It's, the art is so beautiful in uh, it. Uh, I was, yeah. Dustin Nguyen uh, from I mean, Little Gotham. Do you have yeah. to know much else? I mean, Dustin Nguyen, you know the art's going to be fantastic. Nguyen. 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 Nguyen? Say it with me. Dustin Nguyen. 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 There's a Y in there. Nguyen? Yes, there you go. Nguyen. Nguyen. That's, uh, Vietnamese? Uh, I'll look into that. Uh, pretty sure. Pretty All sure. Right. All right. I'm just going to go out on a limb and say that. Mm, Dustin, if you're listening, let us know. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I was going to say that earlier. We can invite them on the podcast to tell them, to tell us how I to think, say their name. I think we have to, like, say their name, like, three times. <laughs> and then they'll appear. They'll appear. We got to turn off the lights. What, what, wait. <laughs> But if we say it three times and we say it wrong, no, they, they that's that's why they're not. It's here a completely now. different that's Asian exact. person that shows up. <laughs> well, it's what? It's true. an Asian name. <laughs> what the hell? You're right. But what we, well, uh, I don't know if you want to touch on this now or later. The sender, yes, issue one, already been picked up for a movie, right? Oh yeah. Yes, uh, it, it is. It is a common trend with comics now. Uh, kind of like with Outcast. Outcast, even before the sh- the, mm. the comic came out, um, had already been picked up to be a show. Uh, I mean, these things get completely done. Yeah. Uh, Back to style. Yeah, these uh, these the, the scripts for the books are done. Yeah, months in advance. Um, 
So outside of being pitched as a comic, they then get pitched to, uh, and that's kind of the big thing that Image does is uh, they take your property and they will uh, try to get you the most out of it as possible, yeah. whether it be a movie but, or a video game or or any other thing, which is really fantastic because um, writing doesn't always uh, pay the bills way. as yeah. much as as you would like, but, even even art. <laughs> Just knowing that felt kind of weird reading the book, but then that very quickly kind of dissolved in my mind because of how good it is. But then I was also the well, thing is well as long reading... as as long as your mind didn't go to like oh well it's this is worth Obviously twenty dollars now to, yeah uh, no. it, that's the important part yeah but the, it shouldn't reading it shouldn't through it I thought the, like the, shit the they're gonna make this way. into a movie like yeah. I try to picture the scene with the giant robot over the earth and thinking like. That's pretty like, epic. This is going to be a pretty fucking great movie, or they're going to do a terrible job, which I hope not. No, I'll, 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 I was guilty of that too. I was thinking about it, and I was like, how are, they gonna, how are these robots yeah, like, going to look? This in is the movie? a lot, which of kind shit of sucks because it takes you, it takes you a little bit out of the book knowing, yeah. knowing that. Mm-hmm. Um, I think, I think if they did it right, that'd be the closest thing to Galactus we will ever see. <laughs> I, I think they look more like the Celestials. Yeah, but, but I'm saying like, yeah, oh yeah, then. Cloud of Smoke. <laughs> Cloud of Smoke Galactus. Galactus. Cloud of Smoke Galactus should fight Cloud of Smoke uh uh what's Lost? Name? No, no. Cloud of Smoke <laughs> Cloud of Smoke Lost. Versus Cloud, Cloud of Smoke, Smoke Galactus. Galactus versus Cloud of Smoke uh Exus? No, from Fern Green Gully? Lantern. From Green Lantern. Uh, Parallax? Parallax? Parallax, thank you. What well, can we throw Hexus in there too? Yes. Yeah. Smoke off, smoke man. <laughs> smoke man. <laughs> Snoop Dogg wins. <laughs> uh, blowing parallax rings. <laughs> Fear me. <laughs> God. Um, if you're listening, that's our pitch. <laughs> Snoop Dogg, if you're listening, come on the podcast. I'm sure he just had to blow it. parallax rings. I don't. You know, it's, I really don't like. I don't smoke weed. Um, I've smoked like five times in my life. Five weeds, five weeds, all of five weeds. But I feel like if if I was in a room with Snoop Dogg, like it, it's one of those things where I feel like I would have no choice but yeah. to. Well, like I how just... would I come back to people and be like, I met Snoop Dogg. Well, and I mean, sober. Yeah, sober. Like, <laughs> actually, that'd be way more of a feat. I feel like you can take away a lot more jokes from that. Be like, man, these guys were acting crazy, and I was the only one sober. See, I like that. I. What I, li- I like I like that mentality of like doing something like being around a bunch of drunk people mm-hmm. sober or maybe but not are those drunk, drunk people prolifically depends. known for like if I was to go hang out with Chris Farley and he like uh, if he was still alive he was and he dead. Was like I know he's dead <laughs> <laughs> but if he was like his drunk ghost here's all these like like beer L- like liquor. what was it, like uh, no Chris Farley I won't drink with you like no come on yeah. We're going to go get into shenanigans. Yeah. You call up Jim Belushi. Yeah. And we'll fucking like, do just... coke until the sun comes <laughs> up. We're all, all going to die again. Just all these people. <laughs> just anyone from SNL during that time period. Yeah. I can't believe, you know, Blues Brothers had like cocaine built into the budget. Yeah. I was, uh, I was, it's funny. I was um, watching an interview that they did with Carrie Fisher and uh, she was talking about how uh, when they did one of the movies, um, that she was walking around with them and that she was like freaking out because there was actual cops on set and she was like on drugs and she was freaking out that they were going to find out and they're like no no it's fine whatever fuck it like who cares like they know it's fine like whatever and she's like I could not stop freaking out (laughs) (laughs) on Blues Brothers? yeah damn Damn. that's weird different time yeah Yeah. 
Do we really miss it? How speaking of, uh, I guess Carrie Fisher and Blues Brothers and Star Wars. Uh, Harrison Ford was in a plane crash today. Yeah, on a golf course in Venice. On a golf yeah, course in a World War II airplane that he was flying. And I was this, like, man, uh, these are all like really badass things. Yeah, uh, but like he's in stable just... condition now. Uh, yeah. I read that a little while ago, and I'm relieved because I need him for at least three more movies. Break like his ankle or something. Yeah, no, he like got like the Millennium Falcon like fell on him or something. (laughs) He's he's like, and that ear piercing did not help him (laughs) one time during all these injuries. What if that's what's keeping him together? (laughs) (laughs) I take it out; it's actually bleeding out from the ear. Portrait of Dorian Gray type of thing. Now. Just leaking. Oh, he's just, oh man, that no, it's just he keeps getting injured. It's like I dude, know. Well, it's like stop Indiana Jones around. Like you're stop being a not badass. a young buck anymore, sir. But who's his like his cosmic legs. equivalent? Who's like Harrison Ford's younger? I'll take the reins from you someday. Uh, I I mean, everyone keeps saying Chris Shiloh. Pratt. I guess. Uh. That's true. I and, see and that. I don't know if it's just because he's, people want him to be an Indiana Jones, which I, I don't mind. Yeah. I, everyone, but if he's in really the, about fucking it. the Marvel universe, he's in Jurassic Park. He was pretty much Indiana Jones slash Han Solo on on Guardians. Yeah, that's yeah. all I need. I don't need him don't, taking those roles. Yeah, it's like if you're in the Marvel universe, you're in Jurassic Park and. You're Indiana Jones? That's too much power for one man to hold. You can't do that. J.J. Abrams is doing Star Trek and Star Wars. Like That well, no, seems not, like a lot of power. He's not doing Star Trek. He did Star he Trek. He did Star yeah, Trek. Yeah, and yeah. He's, okay. But he's not going to be doing them at the same time. Oh, that's, that's, a, that's so, a... Thanks a lot, J.J. Uh, that's a, something I, one of the tweets I read today was like, a God does not choose sides on this Star Trek-Star Wars like <laughs> debate. And it was a picture of Spock and, and, and Han Solo. And I was like, oh, no, too soon. <laughs> I guess. Oh, we lost man, Spock, dude. guys. Yeah. This yeah. week. Super sad. Super sad. Um, nice Jewish boy. He was, uh, he was a great guy. Uh, my, my favorite story of him is still uh, him hanging out with Jimi Hendrix. Tell the story. Yeah. Uh, I guess he was at a bar, uh, and Jimmy happened to be at the bar in, in, in the back and uh he went up back there and he was like hey jimmy no no like uh, jimmy hendrix was excited the fact that he was there oh wow and they brought him to the back to jimmy hendrix and he's like he doesn't know who i am and he had like the spock haircut and everything and <laughs> he just went out with the spock haircut well i'm ass- i'm assuming that like that the studio had to have him have that haircut at all times since he was filming the show i'm assuming it was something that was just contractually obligated but was it like a uh, uh emma emma watson she couldn't cut her hair uh, for Harry Potter. For Harry Potter. Oh, that's why after she like Isn't finished doing Harry Potter, she had like pixie cuts. Come on, come on. Well, they go on finish the story. Yeah, yeah. No, they just they hung out and and did. I'm assuming well, live long and prosper. <laughs> nice, <laughs> nice. Yeah. But just thinking of Jimi Hendrix as a as a Star Trek fan is. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm into it. Right. Uh, what do you guys want to talk about next? Um, I want to just touch on one other thing that I know you guys did not read, well, which is Miracle Man. I uh, did not. Um, you know what? I I own all the uh, 
issues. the issues, the the original issues, and uh, I have the only one that I've bought so far is the um, the annual. Yeah, which is amazing. The grant. Yeah, and that was I because mean, it, it supplements. Yeah. Um, well, this I, you know, even the 3D one, like the 3D annual that they had for like. No way. Yeah, it's great. It's so bad. <laughs> well, this but, is the last. Um, this is the last book. This is the last issue uh, of the uh, heavy air. You got uh, young listeners. You cannot see this, but I'm doing heavy air quotes on original writer. As this is his last installment before it passes on to Neil Gaiman. What? I yeah, Neil Gaiman wrote. Um, yeah, he wrote the Silver Age. Oh, uh, oh I thought you meant like he's going to be writing. Miracle Man now. He will. Oh, yes. Once it catches up. Because he, he took over after Alan Moore, and uh, he never got to finish his run. Oh, shit. So they got him to finish. He, he's going to eventually he finish his run. Take up the pen. I love everything Alan Moore has done with Miracle Man. Um, I think it's a really great series. Uh, however, the Neil Gaiman stories that came after Alan Moore are all so batshit insane and amazing. Yeah, they make Alan Moore's work look like child's play. And it's so weird, because Miracle Man is so seminal, and it's so important. But the way that Neil Gaiman, like, fucking deals with it, well, like, the- this world that he's built, like, it's like, the heroes have won. We're on Olympus. There are gods. Like, money doesn't exist. Like... The other thing is, is it, he's much like Captain Marvel. Uh, he's a superhero from overseas. He's not from here. Mm. He's uh, originated in the UK, Britannia, Britannia. Um, and so he's he's a lot more like he's a lot bigger over there. Uh, and over there, uh, he was called uh, was it Mister Miracle? Miracle Man, Marvel Man, Marvel Man. That's what it was. Yeah. Marvel Man. Hence. The yeah. muddied yeah. history of this character, um, and uh, so yeah, so Neil Gaiman uh, had the rights to him for a long time, uh, and still does. Um, <laughs> Finally, <laughs> yeah, uh, and then him and Todd McFarlane had a little bit of a legal dispute. Um, oh, Todd! Yes, uh, and uh, it has now come full circle as back uh, to him. And which is why they've been continuing on Marvel, because uh, he he's brought a lot of his own properties onto Marvel. This and, mm-hmm. and Angela, uh, and a lot of people think it's kind of like a nephew to to Todd, because uh, <laughs> as we all know, Todd is very uh, creator own stanced and uh, does not need the big two. Break away. Break away. <laughs> Have you seen that image documentary? The image comics documentary. No. But I did read... It's like him, Jim Lee, and like... Uh, I have read Liefeld's script of the movie that he wrote. I didn't see what? that. Oh, what movie? The, I think it's Deadpool like, movie? No, no, it's like a documentary <laughs> about him called Imageman. Imageman. Oh, really? It's really intense. He spells Eazy's name wrong. What? Oh, yeah, because like, he, like, he met him on like a... At like a signing. No, it wasn't a signing. I think it was like the... They were both at like the was it Letterman show or something like that, or they were both in like the NBC building, I think. Rob Liefeld and Easy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Nice. There's a picture of them. I'll 
Yeah. No, it's a it's a it's a beautiful it's a beautiful script. But yes, no. What's the documentary? Uh, it's just pretty much how Image Comics came about. Uh, it's funny. Uh, it talks about like Todd just I guess one day finally had enough and like walked into everybody's office like like walked into Rob's and walked into Jim's and was like fuck this we're getting out of here and go start our own company with blackjack with hookers yeah and uh fuck you stan and then went to um across the street because i guess dc was across the street and pretty much told everyone the same thing like hey whoever wants to come with us like we're starting our own company fuck these guys like so it's it's a good documentary yeah and here we are here we are saga and all some 250 spawn issues later not have much Stock and image anymore? It's all Robert Kirkman now, isn't it? Uh, he's president of the company. I don't know if he's. I don't uh, know if. Uh, I don't know who has legal control of the company. I'm assuming it's still Todd. I thought he lost a lot of pull there. I thought he like cashed out a lot. I don't know. I don't know. He's he's had a lot of lawsuits that he's uh, had to take care of. But and his baseball he, uh, addiction. His baseball. Does he have a baseball addiction? Oh, he's really into baseball. That's why yeah. he started that sports line of uh, McFarlane toys. Is that like the only toy line that they have now? McFarlane? Yeah. That's his pro- like his his own. Like, oh. Yeah, that's... That's just like... That's just him. Yeah. I love this. Yeah. I'm going to make Dodger action figures for the rest yeah, of my life. <laughs> it says right here at the beginning of uh, Descender, Todd McFarlane, president. Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah. Robert Kirkman is the COO. Yeah. Hmm. Surprising. The more uh, you know. <laughs> I wonder what he's doing right now. McFarlane or Kirkman? McFarlane. Uh, I know he's, I think he's he's doing a new book. Drawing? I don't know if he's drawing it. I know he's writing it, I think. Hmm. Because <sighs> I I, he's not, I don't think he's writing uh, Spawn anymore. It was Brian Wood was supposed to write it, and yeah. then, then what happened? I don't know. <laughs> Some stuff. Uh, did you guys read Spider Woman? I didn't. Uh, I uh, love the series so far, but I didn't read this issue. She gets a new costume in this one. Yeah, this is her new costume, and uh, I don't. I mean, I it's issue five. I haven't read any of the other four. Didn't need to apparently. Yeah, uh, it kind of kicks you off. Yeah, which I was this like, is a good jumping on point. But I thought that was, that's strange that we need a jumping on point for issue five. No, because uh, the other the other ones deal with uh, Spider Verse stuff. Now that Spider Verse is over, there's I mean, yeah. Ah, Aristotle spilling beer everywhere. Ah. He's breaking the Nerdist podcast room. Katie, if you're listening, I'm so drunk. <laughs> <laughs> He's an animal. Uh, I dropped this empty can. I'm sorry. Yeah. Um. But yeah, I thought it was interesting. The yeah, no, the the previous story arc was the uh, the story involving Spider Verse. So I mean, it would make sense that they would have a new jumping on point. jumping on point, kind of like they did uh, with uh, Moon Knight. Uh, Although yes. those those Warren Ellis Moon Knights were like almost like great solo issues on their own. Each one, like you didn't have to read any of the ones to like mm-hmm. be like, oh okay, yeah. Uh, Moon Knight. I feel like we haven't talked about Moon Knight on this. Podcast. We yeah, have not. I fucking love Moon Knights. Knight. Yeah, Moon Knight's the shit. Yeah. Moon Knight's fantastic. Moon Knight's like if Batman was uh fucking Psycho Killer. 
Yeah. Uh, the first run of Moon Knight I ran, I read was the uh, David Finch one. Uh, oh yeah, where he like is a recovering alcoholic and shaves that fucking guy's face off. That was fucking awesome. Uh, that was when I was like first getting into comics, and like, the art in that is still, I think, David Finch's uh, best art to date. Yeah, I uh, want a Moon Knight movie. Yeah, they brought him up in Winter Soldier. Did they? Oh, yeah. yeah. They named drop him. Mark Spector. Uh, That's his mercenary name, right? Yeah. No, I don't even think they say that. They say, like, uh... Mr. Knight. No, the something like the the government operative in whatever the weird town in Egypt it was. Uh, We have an operative in... I forget the name. Kashyyyk? I want to say... But that feels wrong <laughs> in my heart. In your, in your heart of hearts. Uh, but, yeah, Spider-Woman has a new costume now. and uh, She rides a motorcycle, too. She has a motorcycle, and she's a real badass. But, uh, I think Jessica I'm gonna, has always been a badass. I'm going to yeah, say... But now she has a motorcycle jacket, so this, she's more badass. This feels very Batgirl. Yeah, it feels like they're real trying to... They're trying to Really hit that Batgirl, like, hey, Spider-Gwen kind of thing? Like No, where, just Batgirl with this. Because of the jacket? The, right. Like, it's like, new costume, now rides a motorcycle, comes yeah. with quippier dialogue. That's true. Uh, I, was, not that I'm upset with that. There was, yes. a, there was a point where, where uh, the Hawkeye was, was really popular, the Mad Fraction one, uh, that like I think almost like a, the peak of, of its popularity and... Anytime any book was trying to do like something of, of the sorts, like be more of like a slice of life superhero thing, it was like the Hawkeyeification of like comics, and it's like, <laughs> yeah, like uh, Superior uh, Foes of Spider Man. Yeah, I, I like that. Yeah, yeah, that was like a that great book. fucking yeah. book. But I mean, like the, one of the best Spider Man books you could he say wasn't in it. <laughs> yeah, but like you know, I'd, I'd say the Green Arrow sort of took from that a lot. That's sort of like. Nah, let's talk about him as a person. Yeah, and I mean, but that's the important thing. These these characters that are larger than life are larger than life, but still... Still live every day. Still have every day. They go, <laughs> they go to the bathroom, they go to the grocery store, they, they have fart. sex. Batman yes. farts. Someone asked I, you me... You know, to... it's funny thinking about that. <laughs> yeah! Literally, <laughs> someone asked me today to draw Batman farting as a grab bag. Because I I feel Where like I feel like he's probably like it? in between like fighting like yeah just <laughs> lets one out like <sighs> like those like big high kicks yeah, yeah. that's that's why he has to hit them so hard because mm. if he just kind of hit them a little they'd be like did you just fart when you hit me like all the passed out like, yeah like, the like, did he fart I know like he's got to knock him out in one I'm punch assuming Gotham doesn't smell that great no. <laughs> he can just kind of play it off yeah no, no I bet I bet like farts. Somehow have to tie into some like ninja training, <laughs> you know. It's like kick them, and then if someone's like right behind you, then you fart, so they get like some of that, and they're like, ah, oh. disoriented. And he, from yeah, him. and then you can. It's all tactics, dude. But uh, Jessica Drew, uh, there's this this weird thing about her costume where she still has like those uh, spider web kind of wings, and then in one of these panels, you see them kind of like flip down. And that just doesn't seem like a practical feature. Uh, I thought it was strange. Does it look cool? Does it look cool though? 
No. Like, no, because they have little yeah, arrows being yeah, like... Yeah, the little arrows say like... Stranger. Yeah, it's flapping down, and I thought uh, either just don't have the wings or don't make them come down, because that just seems like such a weird feature of her costume. Well, no. I mean, she's on the ground now. Yeah, but the flipping of that wing, like what is making those wings flip? How do they attach? How do they come down? Uh... Oh, like the mechanism. Doing yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, I get you. But I mean, like, they're, I'm assuming they're there for wind resistance yeah. when she's gliding down. So, But why not just make them there all the time? Because then she wouldn't be able to fight as easily. There's be, there, there would be then wind resistance. I want her to explain the mechanism <laughs> and why her glasses look like that. Uh, I'm, uh, the glasses I feel like you're are... not digging the new costume. It's all right. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, her costume did come up, her old costume, in a really funny moment. Oh, yeah, I was going to bring that up, yeah. Guardians team up. Yeah, Thor's like... Uh, uh, Rocky Raccoon. Oh, yes. Uh, I'm going to find it right now. Uh, the Guardians crash on to Earth when they're trying to visit because they're in a space fight. And then the Avengers <laughs> they, show up. they usually are. Of course. Uh, and then the Avengers show up and there's a kind of a weird, like, who are you guys and who are you guys? Because it's, uh, it's not the main roster of Avengers. Yeah. Um, second tier. Second tier. <laughs> uh, so Spider-Woman kind of has a not an argument, but a weird conversation with Rocket Raccoon. And then in one panel right here, he says, suddenly I'm talking to an Earth gal who wears a uniform pointing down to her you-know-what. And it's uh, like, it's... The yeah. yellow on her belly, that's kind of a narrow point. Yeah. After, you know what? And I thought that was a funny... Deconstruction thing. of the old costume. Yeah. Like, maybe she walked away from that fight and was like, I need a change. You know. Oh, God damn it. <laughs> that raccoon was right. <laughs> I, knew I knew it. I knew it all along, and you guys wouldn't fucking tell me. And everyone's just, like, snickering in the background. <laughs> you guys are bad friends. <laughs> terrible I, guess, friends. I guess the issue I have with it is is not... It's like the uh, you can't not compare it to Batgirl. Batgirl, Spider Gwen, Silk. No, because Spider Gwen and Silk yeah, they, are Silk makes unique costume. enough yeah. that well, there yeah, isn't true. a direct comparison. I'm not yeah. like when I read I Spider Gwen, I wasn't like, oh, it was like Batgirl. Mm-hmm. Like this is like, although all three of these bat uh, these bat spiders, all three of these uh, s- spiders uh, do have unique costumes in their own. Yeah. Gwen's very bright and, and white and handmade as opposed to like... Silk's very like... She makes Arabian her own costume out of her own. Yeah, yeah. She's got the the bandana around her, her mouth. Yeah. Uh, which I love. I dig it. Yeah. And I then... Li- well, and, and I think all of these, and probably with the exception of Spider-Woman... No, including Spider-Woman. They're all very, like, I feel like they're marketed to cosplayers. They're, like, sort of... A little easier to make. Yeah, they're like, no, this isn't fucking spandex. They're wearing clothes. This is, like, clothes stuff. Mm. Which is... I mean, again, I like it. It, uh, I just have that weird, uh, you know, practicality with the wings. And then the, the glasses. Like, there's nothing wrong with the glasses. It's just they look like they serve some kind of purpose. This is the the first... Versus, time with the yeah, suit yeah, out, yeah. so maybe they'll they expand Explain a little bit later. more on that. That's that's just what I'm here for. I'm here to deconstruct all of your theories and say you're wrong. You're wrong, Eddie. The, the Watchmen of uh, comic book reviewers. Yes. Okay. Nobody fucking watches me. 
Uh, what else do you want to talk about? What else we got? Well, we What's touched on Guardians team up a little bit. Uh, Art Adams is doing the art in that it's, uh, and he doesn't do enough interior art. Uh, yeah. It's fantastic. A, a lot of these, so beautiful. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it's Agreed. it's. I feel like when a lot of these artists become like really big, like they can just hang out and and just do cover art and and get paid for most of that. But I really wish he would do more. Yeah, because this looks super cool. And uh, I I wasn't around for the well I was I was around for the nineties, but I was re- <laughs> I wasn't reading comics in the nineties. When did you start reading comics? Uh, like two years ago. <gasps> That's when you got shock, into them. Shock to uh, it was when I first started coming to Meltdown, which was like three years ago i don't remember so that's why the two years I'm ago sure, when you like got into comics yeah i'm sure the listeners have noticed that i don't have much to say on anything you know beyond the most current runs but that's because uh you know i got into them that's late You're still but I'm, I'm catching up yeah i've 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 been into them for like uh like 12 years now and there's still things that i'm like i have no like because there's so much that's why it's so hard now to get into comics it was such a daunting thing but i just decided one day fuck it i'm gonna dive in see but i I don't feel like it's a it's a hard thing to get into it's just it's it, it can be confusing for people that don't know that like there are spaces that you can jump in uh and again, oh, oh, special guest drop in. I know, guest drop in. We have a special guest drop in right now. This is open airtime while Aristotle gets his shit together. Wow. We'll fix this. While I'm doing my work. We can do this in editing, it's fine. <laughs> All right, hey guys. Yeah. What's going on? What's going on here? That is, uh, can We're I just say that books. that's a fantastic, uh, like radio, radio voice. voice, really? Yeah. yeah. Oh my god! I usually think I sound so nasal. No, you're oh, perfect. So yeah, it's great. Right oh, you got some like NPR. Chops. Yeah. All right, I'll take it. I'll take it. It's better than hearing I'm nasal. So <laughs> <laughs> we have with us uh, Adam Silverstein, uh, the Meltdown lawyer and uh, founder of Wednesday's Finest. There you go. He uh, put together the um, vinyl figure of the Shallon Cowboy. Are amazing. Mm. Yeah, thank you very much. Thank you. Talking about Daryl earlier. Yeah. Oh yeah. On this. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. Uh, Yeah. We we were talking about um, the there's a new book like a lot of like fine art in their in their Chris Burnham panels. Yes. Yeah. Chris Burnham. Yeah. He has this one splash and nameless. And I looked at it and I thought, oh, that looks like a Jeff Darrow piece. Oh my! Can I see? Yeah. And you know, it's just it's fantastic. Is this a good comic? Yeah, it's yeah. fantastic. We just raved about it a Grant little bit. Grant Morrison? Before. Well, that's true. It, but it's number two, so number yeah. one's been... Uh, Sold out for... Uh, uh, <laughs> yeah, second printing next month? Yes. Oh, wow. All you need to know is this, this guy, and he's it, into it, cult he goes into He goes into dreams, and he goes into steals space. ideas. Nope. This is where it all picks up. It's Grant Morrison's <laughs> Inception. Yeah. Yeah. Well, so what are you reading, Adam? Um, well, I did buy the new Jeff Darrow, uh, oh, the, Cowboy. The, the hard cover. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Not much reading there. No. <laughs> just <laughs> the, about like a one page of beautiful. dialogue. <laughs> beautiful art. Yeah. yeah. Speaking of beautiful art, what was the new comic book with the tiger? It follows the life oh, of the tiger. Yeah, oh, yeah. And it's just love. It's, oh, yeah. It's yeah. Fantastic. Do you know anything about that? Anyone? Yeah. It's just a silent book. Um, 
oh shoot, now I'm forgetting who published it. But they always like put out like high class, beautiful, beautiful, beautiful book. Wait, what is this though? Because I did not hear. About it's a it's a silent uh, like jungle epic. And what I read on the back is that they're going to just follow animals. I mean, there'll be yeah. a few series of it, and uh, the artwork is unbelievable. Yeah, it's like painted almost, and it just feels real. Yeah. I don't know. I was excited about it. But other than that, I'm reading Daredevil. Of course. Which was so great good. because yeah. Mark Wade was just in the store. Yeah. Talking about digital comics. Yeah. I moderated you, you the moderated panel. panel. Hey, yeah. 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 I wonder how I worked <laughs> that in there. See, I've been doing this for a long time. All, all the NPR uh, voicing <laughs> over. Yeah. No, so that was kind of cool to actually talk to him, see what he's thinking about. He was great. There was a lot of good points on that panel. Yeah. I meant the Daredevil stuff. I talked with him afterwards. Yeah. Ah. Yeah. You get any cool tidbits? Uh, well, he said he every at every issue, he wants to have uh, two parts or two moments. One where Daredevil can't see something. Like they refer to maybe a color or something where you know he's going to actually be blind. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So that is brought up in a power. And then... He wants to do a new way of him interpreting something with his radar vision. Hmm. So hmm. is that what it's called, the radar vision or it's yeah, radar? Yeah. Anyway, I thought that was kind of cool. So those are little things that every issue now I'll be looking for to see whether he actually put that in. Yeah. So, oh, that's cool. I never knew I that. I feel like i got to go back and look through those. There was an issue where he was uh, in... Uh, with Doctor Doom, and he couldn't see anything, and like his his even his radar was like messed up, so he was like truly completely blind for most of it. There you go. Uh, that was great. I, I always like the cover with the uh, girl's cleavage that he is. Uh, maybe that's perverted, yeah. but yeah, <laughs> no, 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 I had never seen. The, yeah, 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 yeah. I never seen Daredevil yeah. actually interpret cleavage before with his radar, <laughs> and so that was a new one. So maybe he was doing it then. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. Um, what else? Man, I love the new Lone Wolf and Cub. Yeah. I have I have never read any of those. Yeah. I keep hearing they're so fantastic, and I have never read any of them. Right. I, I love them. It's my favorite. It's probably one of my favorite series of all time. They're collecting these little digest volumes, right? They've actually now got the omnibus, so it's a little bit more tolerable okay. in terms of reading it because it's a bigger page. But, oh, my God, it is amazing. Is it, and this is it, the new stuff, right? Well, no, yeah, so I was referring to the newest one. They're okay. releasing a new one, the sequel to it. So what happened is is the initial Lone Wolf and Cub was about yeah. uh, Igami Ito and then his journey with his son trying to get, um, I guess, to avenge or to um, clear his name in the sh- with, with the Shogun. And so he is then fighting through feudal Japan against kid with his kid, yeah. and they're fighting ninjas and assassins and essentially the shogun's um, shadow clan that is the you know that keeps the shogun in place. And at the end of this twenty-eight volume epic. masterpiece, it's like an epic. Finally, the father dies and leaves the son there. And the father died also killing, or the archenemy, the Yagyu uh, leader, he was killed as well. And so the two main, you know, battling powers died, 
and then the kid was left. And so everyone has been wanting to know what, what happened, happened to the, the kid. kid? Yeah. So that is what's going on right now. Huh. And it's pretty fun. Yeah. I, I think it's kind of similar in the sense that a new samurai who can kick almost everybody's ass <laughs> is adopted the kid, and it's kind of the same thing over again. But I love it so much that I don't really care. So it's not like the baby can kick ass. <laughs> the baby's learning to kick ass, but uh, it's still got a lot of training to do. Good. Yeah. So a baby um, with the sword. Yeah. Yeah. I'm into it. Hey. Sword babies. It'll happen. Shogun Assassin, still one of the greatest movies. Yeah, well, that actually was a um, modified. Yes, two of the originals. Right, right. But it was a six. They actually had six movies for that. Really? Yeah, six what? movies for the Lone Wolf and Cup. So you guys don't aren't down with us, huh? Not yet. Not yet. <laughs> this, is why, this is why I dragged you in. There here. you go. All right. Well, thank you. Draw some um, knowledge. What else did I like? I don't know. I mean, I pretty much read all the Marvel stuff. Mm-hmm. I'm a little bit behind, but I read that. Um, love Walking Dead still. I just cannot believe. Yeah, I cannot believe that that comic keeps on. Why were you guys just <laughs> ripping on it for about an hour? <laughs> no, no, no. Okay. I, I love it. I was on them that that's like in. I have a box full of like my like special comics, safety like, comics. Yeah, my like expensive comics, and that's like the entire run of that book, like series is most of that box from number one. From number one, and nice. then like a bunch of like variants in between. Okay, so. I started. I think at eight. I started, I think, when the fourth graphic novel was out, and then I had to like go back and collect them retroactively from there. Oh um, wow, that, yeah. that's the, the prison collector. one. Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. So wow. I, I started then collecting them after that graphic novel because I was like, I don't want to wait like <laughs> a month or a couple of months in between for them to come out. I just started collecting them that way, and then I was like, I guess I'll go back and get all the spend, issues. Spend yeah, spend that money on those issues. Yeah, I think yeah. the fact that they can create or they manage to create a cliffhanger yeah. at every issue, and it's a different kind of cliffhanger. Sometimes it's a scary cliffhanger. Sometimes it's an emotional cliffhanger. Some it, You just don't know what kind of cliffhanger it's going to be, but it always lets or keeps me wanting to see what Keep happened going, next. Yeah. yeah. Um, the relationship between uh, and the people who have read uh, Negan and uh, Carl. Yeah. Uh, it's been some of my favorite stuff in that. Oh, yeah. Uh, this is one of the, like, like, four or five issues ago, and he was like, even after all we've been through, because Negan's in jail, he's like, all we've talked about, and how friendly we've become, would you still kill me? He's like, if I had the chance, I would. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, and then he goes to him for, like, advice and counsel all the time, though. It's, yeah, I like, I like it. Well, now he's got the young girl that yeah. they pulled in. From the uh, weren't they the Skinwalkers or something? Yeah, they were like wearing they were wearing dead people. zombies. Yeah, as skin, as skin, and uh, yeah, it was, it was cool. <laughs> well, I really thought you at one point you hear the zombies talking and whispering, and that was a cliffhanger. Like, holy, you know, shit, there's yeah, they're they, talking. They, I was like, oh, is this they... I am legend. Yeah, and then they're it turns back. out okay, they're not talking. They haven't gained any yeah, kind of intelligence. Yeah. yeah, they are just. People dressed in zombies <laughs> so. to blend in. Yeah, um, well, they'll smell. Smart. Yeah. yeah, they could easily get around that way, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, that is what they're doing. Yeah. And then using that to surprise whomever they're attacking or yeah. trying to pilfer and whatnot. Um, that also you figure that trend like a, would catch on more. Yeah. That, I, well, that just kind of seems like a dangerous 
costume like to walk around in though in that universe. But I mean, like, okay, yeah, you can blend into the crowd of zombies, it. but no, but like hazmat suit it, yeah. then put dead. <laughs> like walker skin all over you. That it just seems like, that's like that's like, like a walker condom. But you, like you too many layers. You lose the element of surprise <laughs> if you've walked around with an orange hazmat suit with zombies. Yeah, but I mean, like cover it completely. Get a really fat zombie. I don't know. First, you got to get the hazmat suit, and then you got to skin the zombie. That's a lot of work. I mean, you have a lot of time. <laughs> that's true, but I mean, a lot of that time is running. Uh, I guess yeah. so. Unless you when, when you guys said. Skinwalkers and people that were dressed like zombies. I imagine like a motorcycle gang <laughs> type of people that were just like wore it as like kind of an armor. Like, I mean, that like, could be the next. You, that we're, <laughs> we're gonna wear zombies. We're badass. We don't care about. That could be zombies. the next story arc in the, in the book. Thanks. Hey, well, I mean, Robert hey. Kirkman, if you're listening, yeah. Robert Kirkman. Hey, we're talking dead. <laughs> talking dead. <laughs> uh oh. <laughs> Copyright. <laughs> He's looking at us right now. Oh <laughs> just, god. Um, Lazarus. That's another yes, one I'm reading. Yes, Rucka. Mm. Greg Rucka. I love. I love that on the back of every single issue of that, and it trips me out because we'll be unboxing comics. It's always a fake ad for yeah. something in that world. <laughs> and there's been so many times when I've been like unpacking boxes, and I'm like, "What the hell is this for? Body modification, <laughs> implants?" And then I'm like, "Oh, oh, it's Lazarus. Okay, is that Lazarus? Yeah." When he was, I guess uh, I never looked at that. Yeah, <laughs> the back covers. It blends. I gotta go really look well. at all my. Is the one he's Stumptown? Is that maybe? Is that what you're thinking about? No. Bitch Planet also does it. And there's yeah, a, but those are more noticeably yeah, cartoony. Yes. Patriarchy. <laughs> Have you read Bitch Planet? I missed it. Ah, is it? It's worth. It's pretty cool. It's yeah. pretty delightful. Yeah. I just got curb stomping because yeah, we talked about that. <laughs> yeah, we talked about we were, that last week. Another yeah. book called Dave that was really good. Okay. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Well, curb stomp. I will say, I don't care if it's in print or if it's watching American History X, but anytime <laughs> yeah. you actually visualize a curb stomp, it fucking sucks. I had, oh. to, ex- I had to explain it to someone the other day. I was like, "Oh, it's a, it's a book called Curb Stomp," and in my head, everybody knows what that is. Right. Yeah. She was like, I, what are you talking about? And I was like, oh, it's when you, you know, you, you make someone bite on a curb and then you, you know, stomp on them from behind. And she was like, why? Why would someone do that? And I was like, well, haven't you seen American History X? And she's like, no. And I was like, oh. Oh, well, you shouldn't watch it then. <laughs> it is well, true. Do why would yeah. To go through with that to be the stomper. Yeah. Oh my God. Uh, uh, what about the stompy? <laughs> well, Let's, you know uh, you're messed yeah. up. Yeah. I mean, you could always get dentures oh. facial reconstruction surgery uh, wouldn't just be dentures you oh that would be bad cave in someone's face drink your milk kids drink your milk milk strong teeth hmm. all right so what are you yeah. guys looking at now uh, see what we were, are we talking about just talking about team up but uh i was gonna oh yeah i was saying that uh i'm i was late to comics so i didn't read uh comics in the 90s but flipping through this book, uh, it looked very 90s to me. Or it felt like this is what I something I would have been reading in the 90s. Well, but art, it looked art very cool. have a lot of that, that uh, 90s Aesthetic. art style. Yeah. yeah. And plus, I mean, like, I think the idea of taking, like, two teams and being like, smash them together is a very, like, 90s 
concept. Mm. Yeah. Like Guardians and everyone and else. Avengers, yeah. But I mean, I thought it was strange that the first issue was the Avengers. So now that kind of narrows down the list. I thought it was going to be like Guardians and Captain Marvel, Guardians and Captain America, Guardians and the Hulk. No, we're going like... to do all of them at the same time. <laughs> First issue. I feel yeah. Like the, now they got it out of the way. Now they can weave in and out of whoever they want. Guardians and Howard the Duck. Yeah, Guardians and Silver Surfer. Oh, that's quite. Yeah. I feel I like mean, now that Marvel doesn't have like as many Wolverine books, that it's like <laughs> here's all these Spider People books and all these Guardian books. Yeah, it is amazing Enjoy. how Guardians have just yeah. blown up. Guardians of the Galaxy, Guardians three thousand, Guardians three thousand, uh, Rocket Raccoon, Star Lord. Uh, and then whatever one shots they have every now and then. Yeah, that's smart though. I mean, yeah, they no. uh, they have a good that movie is great. I mean, kids love Fantastic. it. Fantastic. Yeah, it's it's my, adults love it. I, I, right. Every, <laughs> so I mean, everyone loves it. Yeah. I mean, I've got my my kids right now. It's the only they're you know they're six and eight, and I haven't let them watch any of the superhero movies mm-hmm. yet because it's just they don't need it right now. I mean, yeah. there's plenty of stuff that they can get. I mean, Consume. they're they're into Big Hero Six. I mean, that's something that that's they a can superhero movie, yeah. and it's and it's easy easily digested just, by a, a youth. You yeah. know, mm-hmm. you don't need they don't need Guardians of the Galaxy right now. They'll get it right. <laughs> yeah, there are some really adult situations in there, and there's a hell of a lot of violence, and you don't really think about it. Until you've got a six-year-old seeing it for the first time, and you're yeah. like, "Ooh, this is maybe a little much." <laughs> yeah, he's talking about Jackson Pollock ejaculate, yeah, over his spaceship. Yeah, I mean, I explained that to a parent. I was like, "There's a joke in there where he talks about Jackson Pollocking the, the spaceship," and she looked at me and I was like, "Well, Jackson Pollock was this artist who," I was like, "It's." It's fine. If you don't get it, he's not going to get it. You're, 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 <laughs> right. you're fine. You're fine. But you see the smashing of when Ronan smashes yeah. that guy's head and then the blood drips down. I mean, you don't see the smashing of the head. Blood. Still, it's a question. Yeah. yeah. It's a yeah. question that you have to answer to a six or eight-year-old, and it's not exactly uh, ideal. I yeah. Now you can explain it away. Bottom line is I finally let them watch this particular movie anyway because they kept on pushing on this one. Yeah. And they absolutely love it. Yeah, I mean, it is unbelievable how Guardians of the Galaxy will be there. You know... Star Wars. Yeah. yeah. For uh, sure. Yeah. I mean, Star Wars obviously will now come out and yeah, then, and then be, just be the Star Wars, but Guardians yeah. is it's their earliest Guardians. memory of the stuff. It's, it's yeah. unbelievable how these characters that – I mean, I remember when the Rocket Raccoon first miniseries came out, mm-hmm. and it was I, – I thought it was a joke. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, I was into animal stuff. I like Captain Mike Carrot. Mike yeah. issue – mini run <laughs> oh yeah it, that was yeah. it right yeah yeah so i was into captain carrot and his amazing zoo crew yeah. usagi ojimbo yeah early ninja turtles all this and rocket raccoon i was like hey, whatever yeah who's and, this guy right and then all these years later boom yeah what's the Huge. one the most awesome guy you know God, and and he looked great he looked fan-fucking-tastic mm. yeah in that movie. i agree was, Wait, have you? But your kids have seen Star Wars, though, right? I did show them Star Wars. Okay, <laughs> what, how, in what order? Uh, the original order, the nice. proper order. Which, proper. So just That's, four, five, six. Uh, no, I did show them the other ones because they wanted to see them, and actually, they 
they I'm sure asked, they loved it. They asked for the Phantom Menace. Yeah. That is the one that constantly gets asked for out of all of them. Interesting. Don't well, I guess like I, yeah. I was I was a fan of the Phantom Menace too. I was point. too. Listen, I mean, even when it came out, I was I made myself like it, and I found good things <laughs> about it. I mean, did I like Jar Jar Binks? No, but did I think the world that he lived in was pretty awesome when they first went underwater? Yeah, it was yeah. great. I've got a great theory about that. Boss Nass, only Gungan that does not look like all the younger, other Gungans. Yes. All the little of the city, everything's shaped like a sphere. I'm saying that he's the head female and lays clutches of eggs and that the rest oh. of the Gungans inseminate it. He is like the matriarch. That's why he's the king. Mm. Mm. Huh. Because he's the only one who doesn't look like the rest of them. That's weird. That is weird. And normally in a species... When someone yeah. does not look the same way, it's a female. Yeah, right. Because in, for example, lions, all male lions end up with the mane, and they all grow yeah. up to look similar. And he's the only. Yeah, man, that makes sense. All right, cool. nicely done. <laughs> yeah. When did you figure that one out? Uh, a while ago. I've been trying to write a comic about it without it being too disgusting. Yeah. <laughs> you should just go disgusting, yeah, and okay. then let them. Take your idea and, <laughs> and sue me. Yeah. <laughs> Make it one of those like uh, like nature books. Make it a zine. Like it's someone uh, like observing them. And then, okay. Speaking of which, when's uh, the next zine fest? Zine melt March twenty eighth. That's actually a great zine idea. Melt. Right. The Nabu yeah. document like, National Geographic. Like, yeah. Like like, like, like guide they, to the Gungans. <laughs> yeah, they had to explore them. Oh, that's interesting. I used to, I, I used to read like the actual like underwater like. Yeah, those type of books, like as a kid, and I found them so fascinating. Terrified me about the ocean, but oh, yeah. fascinating. <laughs> Where it's like, oh, there's monsters. Yeah. They actually, real exist. monsters. Yeah, no, they're. Who? Uh, oh, that'd be great. Like the Steve Irwin of the, the Star Wars universe. <laughs> like going around, like wrangling with everything. Yeah, because you know, there's, I mean, these people, there's people that have those jobs in, in this universe that they never touch upon. That's true. There was a really great comic series, and I can't remember who wrote it, but it was uh, told from the perspective of two of the, the stormtroopers, and they were oh, just, really yeah, and they were just it was a silly it was a funny silly book. I remember that one. Yeah, and all it was it was the the two stormtroopers just kind of dicking around, and they were in the background of like all the like, they the were like moments. misfits. Yeah, yeah, I they can't were like, that's all we need from Marvel. We need a stormtroopers book. We need an IG eighty eight book. <laughs> we need a Bosque book. Akbar, Boba the Fett book, Akbar. an Akbar book. Dangar, the oh, one that man. nobody likes. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, Dangar no, still Dengar. doesn't get a book. <laughs> was he weak because his figure was weak, or was it because he was weak in the movie? Wait, was he the one with toilet paper all yeah. over him? <laughs> <laughs> I think it's because he had toilet paper all over him. <laughs> okay. There's even even what's his name, uh, Forlom, the one that has like the bug head. Yeah, yeah. Everybody likes him over Dangar. <laughs> yeah. I mean, he's got a bug head. So everyone likes Bosk yeah. first. Bosk and eight, oh, I mean, eighty-eight. He, yeah. He's like, I guess, the most recognizable one because he's a giant reptile man. Yeah, I yeah. thought he was awesome. Well, he looked like the reptile man from like I, the old uh, Star Trek show. Was it? Yeah. Uh, the Brian Wood run on Dark Horse of Star Wars that had uh, IG eighty-eight. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Because mm-hmm. that, I was like, yes, I'm so happy to. to I'm so happy this is happening. I just love seeing things. Yeah, I loved fighting him in uh, Shadows of the Empire. Never played it. You never, it's yeah, yeah, yeah. it's yeah, one of the good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's one of the greatest. I played Star Wars Pod Racing. Yeah, oh. oh, 
I unlocked everything. Just recently. <laughs> Yesterday. <laughs> like, last year. Or last year, two years ago, busted out the N64, and I... Wait, unlocked... you haven't played Shadows? Yeah, and I... Well, I don't have it. That's Like, I have a Rogue Squadron. No. Actually, I haven't even gone back and played that either. No, just, just play Shadows. I wanted to unlock the Bulba, and I did. <laughs> he has a flamethrower. Oh, see, you do like Phantom Menace. <laughs> oh, yeah. I love pod racing. Okay. That which was the half yeah. the movie yeah. for Phantom yeah. Menace, which it was not bad. I mean, it was an enjoyable scene. That's, that was that was most of the movie. It was like, let's yeah. build this car. We got to get this car going. Like, <laughs> got to race. You guys remember? It was an American underdog graffiti. story. <laughs> it was an underdog story. American Graffiti I still did that. Uh, <laughs> And then, did you guys ever play Racer's Revenge on PlayStation 2? No. Because that... No. You're surprisingly that, yeah. into a lot of racing games. <laughs> I, yeah, which I th- yeah, because I'm not that guy. But uh, Racer's Revenge, I think, takes place after Episode 2. And okay. it's uh, like a, a small story of Anakin going back to Tatooine. Why? Uh, I don't remember why, but to he... kill more sand <laughs> kill people. More sand. <laughs> Whoa. By the way, did you see... Tusken Raiders. Uh, Oh, now go on, go no, on. No, no, no. Well, Darth Vader has just recently uh, killed more sand yeah, people. No, that's yeah. his. Yeah. That's his safe place. That's yeah. like like when he's like relaxing, he's just killing sand. People. So what? That did you guys review that the Darth Vader s- series? Yeah. yeah, we uh, and then most of it, most of it was just just talking about uh, whether it's correct to call them sand people or not, <laughs> or Tusken Raiders, or Tusken because oh, right, right. they're called Tusken Raiders, Raiders. But there was I had one of the extra figures down there, and it just said sand sand <laughs> people. people. Yeah. Mm. And in the movie, they never say Tuscan Raiders, right? That's no, what they else say. Talk- oh, yeah. No, do they say Tuscan Raider? I feel like they do. I, I mean, one of don't. Because I feel like that came up when we were talking about it. That like well, we, they never said it in the movie. Yeah, I was I, like did they? I think I that know. that's like something that came out after. Yeah. To, <laughs> They're like, let's make it more political. Yeah, let's <laughs> not call them that. Because <laughs> and then like. We were, we were talking about that being a blanketed term for like the Jawas as well. Like, yeah. would they be under that like sand people blanket? It was, Umbrella. That's a very strange conversation. Yeah, no, I wonder what the interaction though is between the Jawas and the sand people or yeah. the Tusken Raiders. Has that ever been explored? No, I bet they're buddies though. Are they? I bet. No, the Tusken Raiders, I think, are, are like very, like, don't and, come near yeah. us, leave us alone. Yeah. It was but, one of the games I was playing. I can't remember which one it was, but it, that, that's, it spoke about that, how they. Keep to themselves. But Jawa's like, what are they going to do? They're scavengers. Who else yeah, are they desert scavengers. Them? Yeah, exactly. Like, the Tusken Raiders are going to need something from them. I don't think so. I mean, they have their dogs. Maybe. They have got their dogs. Got yeah, their it's worth What do they dogs? eat out there? Moisture farm. <laughs> More moisture farmers. <laughs> do they ever reveal what's like underneath their weird blanket face? I yeah. Don't know, but yeah, they, they, those are just ma- those are just masks in the they're, comics. They're like people. Well, yeah. Apparently, expanded universe is now gone. So I would like to see the real. There was face a. Of it uh, I was I was looking up the history of, of General Grievous, and he uh, he he was it was kind of the same thing. He was like in a tribe like that. Mm. They of came robots? in. Uh, no, no, he was he was human. Um, no, I thought he was a human. reptile. No, um, it was he. He, he was he, human, but then like he put his parts in a robot body. Yeah, to avenge his uh, uh, wife that got killed. Um, but he General, was part of like a colony, kind of like the uh, the Tuscan Raiders, uh, and they came in, destroyed them. Uh, was it Anakin? <laughs> no, it wasn't Anakin. Um, 
I believe it was the Empire, and he just kind of took it upon himself to like just wage war on everybody and and blamed it on the Jedi. Interesting. All right, yeah. so Aristotle, you were talking about um, the expanded universe is gone. Oh yeah. So can you? I I read a little bit about it. I I'm not clear on what I should know about that. What does that exactly mean? The way I interpreted it was that you just need the six movies and nothing else matters until these new movies come out. So what what is construed was is canon at the moment is, is those six movies. The six movies, uh, the cartoon. The uh, new the one, cartoon, Rebels. Yes, yes, uh, right. Rebels is included, but the... Uh, Clone Wars. Clone Wars as well. And then, I guess, whatever books, uh, comics they come out with. Through Marvel. Uh, through Marvel, henceforth. Yeah. Or whatever novel adaptions they come out with. Now. now yeah. So uh, anything in the past is just a good story about... Or a bad story. It, yeah. it, it or a bad story, thank it you. It exists, but it's not necessarily canon. Right. Um, it's never going to come up. I feel like the all the Dark Horse stuff and things like that are like stories that people in the Star Wars universe are telling to each other. Hmm. Like now like, it's a myth for them. Like folk tales, you yeah. know, like, well, I heard this one time. <laughs> Luke Skywalker had this little fuzzy rabbit thing that he went around, and they're just like telling the original Marvel stories. Mm-hmm. Like as myths. Oh yeah, I, keep, I forget about that. That like in that first Marvel run, he had that. Yeah, he had the like, little snarf rabbit thing. Yeah. Who did? Luke Skywalker. Luke. Hmm. Was that a Nerf herder or a Nerf? <laughs> yeah, probably. <laughs> I mean, the thing was stupid. I don't know. It fell under the '80s category of being like that sidekick creature right. thing. See, that's what he looked like before he. Like, uh, you know, like Oro, right? Uh, Slimer. Those pre-robot General Grievous. I also gotta say, General Grievous loved him so much because that was just such a cool idea. To have the uh, the forearms and the four lightsabers, and he's a robot and his big. Yeah, wheel. that seemed like a very samurai thing, almost too. Like he like kept the weapon of like his fallen mm-hmm. combatant. Yeah, or all four of them. Yeah, or all four of them. I would, no, he had more in his that. coat. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I was yeah. a Darth Maul fan. I mean, I just think I. I came he up so earlier cool. today. And then he, like, yeah. was gone right away. I understand that. He could have been the best overarching villain of the entire series. Yeah. Well, then I... we got stuck with Dooku. <laughs> yeah. It could have been opposite. They should have yeah. switched well, that. Was it... I want to say, didn't he come back in, like, the Clone Wars? Uh, he, the yeah, with mechanical cartoon, legs. Yeah, so what happens is that they, they find him, or his brother... Finds him uh, Savage, Savage Opress, Opress which yeah. is Savage yeah. Opress, yeah. Uh, which is a very kind of play on to like what his character is because he they're they're raised uh, this tribe, the ner- uh, the witches, the, the witches take them and then turn them evil almost, like give them like super strength and and make their horns bigger and um yeah, there's force these force you witches. showed me, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, I just so, like the idea that there's four switches. switches. Yeah, like that's... they go. He goes and, and finds his brother, and he has gone insane. Um, he's been living like in this like garbage dump. Darth Maul. Has. Yeah, Darth Maul has right with uh, the spider body that he builds himself. Uh, and when he finally kind of gets him together, it seems like he's been like whoever found the top half of his body and kept him alive abused the crap out of him. Um, but then what happens? Just because I 
I saw those commercials, but I didn't. He gets regular legs later, or like oh. robot legs. Uh, oh. And him and Savage just go out and and are waging a war against the Sith and the Jedi. Uh, and they're just at some point they they like stop caring about it, and they're gonna go find the people that I think uh, messed up Darth Darth Maul. I liked it. I thought I yeah, it was great. My favorite. Although I will say this for the comic books, I never read the actual books for Darth Maul, but the first comic book series. Did you read that? Mm. It's a lot like the uh, Jeff Darrow um, killing all the zombies, except there was a little bit more of a story, and I thought it was really cool. Is before Palpatine, yeah, knew he could take over the Republic to make it the Empire. He had to eliminate any outside forces, and so one of the biggest forces. Uh, that you know threatened him was this crime organization. I think it was the Dark Sun, or I can't remember the exact name. And so he said, "Look, I can't have these guys interfering with any kind of business that the Republic or the Empire is going to do. If I've got the Trade Federation, I can't have this crime Rogue organization. Faction, exactly. Yeah. So I'm going to send Darth Maul, and he's going to kill every one of them and wipe them out." And that's what he did. And so the whole, it was a four-issue series about Darth Maul taking down a whole criminal organization, what? total ninja style. <laughs> and I, I thought, wow, that's, that's what I want to awesome. see. Yeah. That should have been a movie. Yeah, that's the movie I want. Yeah, that's it. I mean, this guy with his martial arts and everything that he could do with a double, you know, Light double-edged saber. lightsaber yeah. at its fullest, not getting cut in half, you know, just... Him doing what you always thought he should be doing, and because hmm. they uh, they all have uh, traditional, almost like uh, martial arts uh, fighting styles. Yeah, uh, the, the, most of them have like a samurai way of fighting, or like, uh, Darth Maul has more of a ninja way. Uh, most of the Jedi have like kind of a knight, an actual like knight. Uh, Dooku had more of a like Spanish, like yeah, like a. Fencing yeah, yeah, like fencing. Uh, which I don't think a lot of people take into account. It's just kind of like, oh, they're just mass smashing, <laughs> smash those, smashing light swords. those light swords against each other. Hit your lightsabers against each other. Yeah, that's how you fight. Yeah, until someone loses you a do hand. A good emperor. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's all fun and games. I love how this podcast always just devolves into talking about Star Wars, no matter <laughs> yeah. what. Did it every yeah, single every one? Single uh, almost every single episode. Yeah. And then halfway through that conversation, I forgot, oh, I should be taking notes for later. And my two notes so far are Breaking Bad and Star Wars. <laughs> we we no about longer. so much more than that. So how long do you guys, are we going on? I, I don't know. Oh, what time is it? Well, because you could probably got more comics to go through, right, or no? No, I mean, I think that we've gone through most of them. So um, tell me real quick oh. about this big con job. The big con job uh, is a book uh, written by uh, Jimmy Palmiotti. Uh the cover's done by his uh, wife, Amanda Connor. Um, you know, I, I, I mean, you've been to comic book conventions. Yeah, so of course. Me. You know, there's the uh, the artist alley, the vendors tables, and then there's the uh, the row of just uh, old, uh, out of work, maybe most of them actors who are there signing autographs. Right. Uh, this takes the perspective of all those people. Um, the you know sexed up uh actress the uh old action star the uh pretty boy and they're all 
barely holding on, making ends meet off the residuals and off uh, con signings. Um, none of them are getting acting work anymore. Uh, so their big idea to get money is rob one of the conventions. Mm. Um, and that's that's what the whole book is about. This, this gang of uh, old sci-fi actors getting together for uh, a big... Big score. Big con job. That actually a big sounds... con job. Yeah. Was it good? <laughs> yeah. No, it's fantastic. And I, he's uh, he's currently writing the Harley Quinn series, and uh, I his works have been, have been great on that. And this, the way he writes his characters is really gritty. I think um, I'd like to read that. Yeah, you should. It's it's going to be four issues, and he's he's a fantastic writer. Right. And then, you've already talked about this descender. descender and yeah. What's and the word? Uh, it's being made into a movie. I yeah. heard that. Yeah. But what's the uh, real word here? Uh, this issue is a lot of setup. Yeah, but I um, mean, it was very cool setup. Like, yeah. you, the problem that I always have when we're, like, which is a very nitpicky problem is that, like, we always get a lot of first issues, and it's like, well, it's a first issue, so obviously it's a lot of explanation, but, I mean, that's all it is, explanation. Yeah. But this, I... Felt very satisfying. Plus, and, it's a pretty hefty book. It's it's thirty yeah. pages uh, for two ninety nine, uh, which is a lot of book for for that price point. Um, but I mean, there's a lot of story to tell. There is a lot of story to tell. That story being told. I thought um, the art was actually looked uh, oh, really nice. Fantastic! Yeah, it's amazing. Uh, Josh just brought in a book. Yeah, I, I thought it. Vaguely related, it's called the Con Job. It's what is, what a is completely this? different book. Not really. Sort of, sort of the same idea. Really, it's what? an indie comic, uh, a zine that we have here. How what? about robbing Comic Con? Is and, it really? Yeah. So explain this. <laughs> explain this one to me. Uh, we've had it in here for a very long time. Um, slice of life, ordinary people. Mm. Going to cons. So let's give the uh, who is it, when is it, when did it come out, what do you got there? I honestly have no idea when it came out, but we've had it in the store for a long time. I actually thought that the big con job was actually like this yeah. indie comic getting picked up and like just done with flourish. But I guess not. Chad Blakely. I wonder if Chad knows about <laughs> the big con job. Yeah. Uh, November 2013. Sounds like uh, we should reach out to the guy and say, What do you think? Hey, Chad, you yeah, what's, what's your opinion? Your, yeah, where let's, are your two cents? Let's bring him here next week. All right. <laughs> I'll track him. That's interesting. Track him down. Wow. Yeah, kind of weird. I don't know. I just assumed, and then you started talking about it, and I was like, No, wait, that's not what happens. Hmm. And then I had to grab that. Uh, well, uh, the only other book that I have here is The Block. Yep. The Block? The Block. Yasser. Written by Yasser Lester. And uh, what is his writing partner's name? Uh, Michael Consiglio? Yeah. Is that his name? Yeah. Uh, Two swell gents. Yeah. I, I know Yasser, and he's a super cool dude, and this book was pretty cool. It was really good. Yeah. What's it about? Uh, well, the, <laughs> got this guy, and he will on occasion see like these weird kind of shadow creatures, and that gets him in a lot of trouble because they're like 
they're weird shadow creatures. So and he he'll, he'll punch to them, fuck them up. Yeah, he'll fight them, but they're actually people. Oh, and it uh, you it's explained later. But then he goes to prison, right, mm-hmm. where he meets this other character, who, uh, I'm trying to remember, he's just a he's just a funny guy. Uh, but then they get in a fight in the prison, and then they get pulled out by like by these men in black. Mm-hmm. And they're like, are you guys the men in black? Are you guys about to ask us if to be in the men in black? I'm like, no. <laughs> that's not who we are. It's just a coincidence. Uh, but they know that he can see these shadow people, and they tell him they're actually aliens that are, like, possessing people's bodies. And will, and it's kind of a, a unique thing that you can see them, and they're not, like, dying when you see them. And so they send him to space to give him back a prisoner, but then the prisoner's telling him, like, I know where to find your friend. That is so involved. I know, Jesus. This is the block? I thought that's like dudes hanging out on the corner. That's exactly what I thought it would be, especially with this cover. Yeah, uh, which is the inside of like a comic book shop. Yeah, but no, there's way more going on. Dang. And it's really well written. I I just like the the banter between the two main characters. Yeah. I like like, the fact that he like punches out an old lady. (laughs) Like, it's... It's just fun and good. I, you know, support your local artists. Mm-hmm. There you go. Um, That's important. and and we we love this book. It's on our IP wall. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, support support the block. Walk your block. Come to meltdown. Pick up the block. There uh, you go. I also have. I forgot until now that we have these these things that I wrote down for our next episode, which is now. Uh, we we didn't talk about sex criminals getting picked up last week. Uh, I'm excited, uh, and it's not it's not it's just, not just uh, sex criminals. It's ev- it's all of uh, what explain it. So I... Kelly Sue and and uh, Matt Fractions, um, their creative properties uh, are being picked up by Universal, uh, but it's not just their comic book stuff. It's also their uh, like original TV ideas as well as uh, um. Them using using that as a launching point for a lot of uh, other comic creators' uh, IPs to be able to to put them out uh, through through them. Mm-hmm. Um, so, but that's that's kind of the deal that they've made with uh, Universal. Um, and but Sex Criminals as a TV show uh, is is I think the main thing that they're focusing on right now. What is it yeah. going to come out on? Yeah, say, I don't that's know. Because a... um, if they can't say like <laughs> Queef HBO. and like any of if we can't I have can sex only, in the show, then your show is ruined. I can yeah. only imagine it being on on either a like a Netflix original series. I'd I'd be okay with that. Um, <laughs> yes, which I would be completely okay because then I would get the entirety of it at one lump sum, uh, or having it parceled out on like an HBO Showtime or uh, yeah. Cinemax even. Wow, bringing it back. <laughs> yep. Yeah. <laughs> so what about the Xbox channel? Is or that, is do they have an PlayStation, PlayStation channel? They're, oh, they're, yeah. they're doing power. Sorry, power. Oh, sound like yeah. the person who knows nothing. But you got know it. It was close. I was close. Because yeah. I, I think yeah. Xbox Two, right? Am I wrong on that? Because I, I feel like they get a little lost. They want it. It's it's like Marvel DC. One does one thing, the other going to do it too. Yeah. But yeah, staying alive in a competitive market. Yeah. Always a duality. 
Uh, that was the thing. Uh, what else? The Avengers trailer that just came out. Oh yes. my god! Did you see it? I did. The new Avengers trailer. I'm excited. With 30 percent more Ultron. Yeah. Uh, and, so good. And, and Scarlet Witch. Scarlet Witching. Yeah. yeah. That's. Uh, at, did I, at one point, I, I paused it to count. Uh, there's a scene that's from above, and it's all of them fighting in a circle. Yeah, she's in there. I paused it, and I was like, "Who's in this scene?" <laughs> uh, and it's the Scarlet Witch, but you can see like the the red. Magic hex powers, bolts. The, yeah, the, the hex bolts. Like, yes, yeah. Uh, I'm glad, I, and like, I like that. You know, Quicksilver looks like they're doing like his stuff pretty well. Yeah. Li- I'm, I'm really excited to see people with actual superpowers, yeah. not just super soldier, super soldier, man in a suit, gamma radiation, and like well, I mean, hired Thor, killers. Thor. He's a god. It's not a. He doesn't have superpowers. There's, other than flying, oh. there's. Uh, he doesn't I fly. Mean, there's no. He can't fly. Nothing to show. Thor can't fly. Yeah, he doesn't fly. It's, he well, throws he does, his well, hammer. He swings yeah, his well, hammer yeah. so hard. But yet, but still, that's something he that can they steer have to it. Do. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> With his mind, <laughs> puts but his hand out a little, just the, to kind of like the. From, for me, and I imagine a lot of people, the biggest takeaway is finally our first little peek of the vision. Which, yes. Like, I forgot every time I thought of the Avengers, like, oh, yeah, the the Vision's going to be in this. Yeah. And that's just a constant reminder. Well, I feel like you can't excited. have, like, an Ultron thing there without having a Vision, yeah. We've, we've, They're like peanut butter and jelly. That's what, I, that's what I imagine. I imagine the Vision just not being Because, I mean, you also think of Ant-Man when you think of Ultron, and he's Hank not Pin, there. Yeah. Ant-Man. Yet. Yeah. Although, although uh, this... Uh, this trailer did give us the admittance of like Tony Stark going like I fucked up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I made sorry. I made the Ultron. I made, I made Ultron. <laughs> My bad. Wouldn't it be great if this was like you know sort of like a Bob Kane thing and he just like stole it from Hank? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, I totally made that. Well, both of them in the comics have that rivalry where he's yeah. like, "You're better than me." Yeah, Billionaire He's like, "You're boy. a better scientist." Yeah. Well, you're a better successful businessman. Man, yeah. So it's exciting. What about Daredevil? Oh, yeah. There's See a... that motion poster? With no. the fire? or the... Yeah, where he's like gets all bloodied. There's oh, been... I haven't seen that. There's been no Pretty mention cool. of him having an actual suit, but... Uh, it, Good. It... Yeah. Let it happen no, no, after, I'm, I'm after glad. a while. A lot of it reminds me of... Uh, did you ever read uh, uh, The Man Without Fury? Uh, the Frank Miller? Yeah, of Don course. I've read everything. And... <laughs> <laughs> I know all of uh, I love it, but that's that's what it reminded me of a yeah. lot of that, and I, I that's what I would want from a Daredevil series. Well, the the beauty of Daredevil is that the early stages mm-hmm. before he ever put on the costume is very compelling, and that's when he had. I mean, I think that's when he was being trained by Stick mm-hmm. early on. I mean, it's revisionist history because obviously when it was first told you know, years ago in the 60s or I guess when it first started, it was the colorful Matt Murdock. It was a Spider-Man wannabe, essentially. And yeah. that's how they kind of looked at it. And it really never got the hype or the, the credit it deserved until Frank Miller kind of came on and just... Take this seriously. Take yeah. it seriously. And then people started looking back and, or at least the masses or the comic book masses started looking back and saying, oh, you know what? It was good back then. Yeah. But 
it was a it was an acquired taste. Everyone was so into the other bigger superheroes, Spider Man, X Men, any other big Marvel one. And then it wasn't until Frank Miller came and just turned it all upside down. And essentially, Frank Miller doing Daredevil led to how everyone envisions Batman today. Yeah, right. Because yeah. it wasn't. It was because he got the Daredevil street gritty crime stories out, and then. What was his next thing? He went to Batman, did the yeah, Dark, Dark Knight Returns. Right. So, you know, you have all that Daredevil ninja stuff with Elektra and the, hand. and the stick. And if you start it at the beginning and you really tell the story and let it gradually grow, as opposed to, here he is, Daredevil, I think you can do amazing which, stuff with it. Which is, I think, I mean, not the main reason, but like the Daredevil film. You know, failed really hard because they just set him up as Daredevil, right? And I, I want Matt Murdock to be this sort of superhuman blind lawyer for a while, right? And like, be like, yeah, yeah. They also messed up that Daredevil movie when they had Ben Affleck and Jennifer Gardner fighting on a playground on the seesaws, back and forth, trying to hide their secret identity, or at least he was, and then the whole kids clap because they ended up falling in each other's arms i mean it was just unnecessary i feel like if that that scene was like in a current movie that they would that would be like a thousand snapchats right there (laughs) like just (laughs) well let's (laughs) let's talk i mean what about amazing spider-man when he has to swing across the city so all the crane oh yeah the, uh, is that a snapchat yeah, one i mean that's what totally about snapchat. when halle berry in catwoman is playing basketball <laughs> i didn't even watch that one it's a great movie stop i i mean it's like the worst okay. and that's why you should watch it it's 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 on my list of like really terrible comic movies like that one green lantern it's a, green lantern this place Original Fantastic Four. Electra was pretty awful. Electra, even oh, and yeah, my friend did the first draft of See, that. Too, I was and... I, when that movie came out. I was at that age where like I should have been like, oh, she's really hot. This is like awesome. Like oh, this is why I'm watching this movie. And it wasn't. I remember getting up out of the theater and going, "Nope, I'm sorry." And my friends were like, oh, "No, no, it's good." And I was like, "No, it's not." Oh. Uh, there was the scene where she threw her sickle like through. Sigh. Sigh through the hedge maze. And just it just traveled and traveled and hit like a guy on the other side. And I was like, nope. I'm done. <laughs> this is it. I can't. There's no point to this movie. The story is horrible. And I walked out. Yeah. I walked out. Awesome. Yeah. That and Green Lantern. Only two movies <laughs> I've ever walked out of. Green Lantern I've tried to watch so many times. I did walk out of it. Um, but I've... I don't think I've ever fully finished it i've watched it on tv like like oh yeah i'll watch the end nope. like okay that was more than enough i finished <laughs> it when it came out on dvd and like they had like a director's cut to it the same thing with like daredevil everyone's like oh the director's cut of daredevil is really good yeah not and bad not no, as bad there's a whole that whole court scene with him and coolio yeah uh and what <laughs> yeah and the director's that actually connected yeah it actually story. did like there, it was it felt a lot less disembodied because you started to realize that Matt Murdock, what you never realized in that first Daredevil movie, was that Matt Murdock was just as against the kingpin mm-hmm. as Daredevil was. And the reason Matt Murdock was against the kingpin is because the criminals that he was defending, Coolio, mm-hmm. was being set up by the kingpin. And so he wanted to get justice for this 
guy that he was representing in the courtroom, and he figured he could do that in as addition Dare- to the fighting uh, in court as Daredevil as well. And oh. so you never really got that. Would you agree? Yeah. No, it was interesting. And so it, it adds, it's like maybe like what fifteen twenty minutes more to the movie, but it's it it adds so much more to the movie. Like you give a shit. I have no idea why they cut those parts out. Like it, that's weird. Yeah, there there could have been a lot less like uh, romantic scenes between him and Jennifer Garner. Uh, <laughs> yeah, and, and more of that. It, I wonder if Coolio still gets residue on that. <laughs> only if you watch DVD. it at home. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, it was the. All right, so now this is negative. Let's talk about the best parts of any movie that came out. That a superhero Comic movie. movie. Yeah, like for me, I'll just give it. I'll set it off and then see what you guys say. All right. One of the best parts for me was I think it was um, X Two, X Men Two, when Wolverine was in that bar scene and he's drinking and the guy starts talking some smack to him and uh, and he does the you know he. Knock. I guess he gets a knife pulled on him, and Rogue says, "Watch out!" And he pulls out his claws at the guy's right under the guy's chin. Yeah. And then the bartender pulls out a gun, and he swings with his other arm and cuts the gun in half. And he's just standing there with his, you know, two people at the tip <laughs> of his claws. That moment, like pause right there, I was like, "That is Wolverine, and that is badass." That, that was, was the it. first one. Was it the yeah. first one? Then it was the first one. That's rad. I love that part. Uh, mm. It's one of the greatest. I mean, that is when I, because I remember reading the Frank Miller Wolverine series mm. and trying to figure out mm-hmm. what would that look like in, in a real in a movie, yeah. and that yeah, was that yeah. scene. It's a shame they never really let him loose. Yeah, yes. they never let him loose, but he's in like all of the movies. All right, is, yeah, uh, being reined in. Does anyone yeah. else have one? Um. The scene in in the Avengers probably when they uh, when they're all together there at that big climactic moment. Yes, yeah, the all circling of them, camera. Where you see them and it's the Hulk is roaring and that's it was that like this this is what this has all been about this moment right here. All of them together here is just what all these movies have been leading to. What just. The years of reading yeah it was it was the pinnacle for me of reading that like that scene still gives me goosebumps like mm. no other superhero movie like that i watched like i think gives me that that amount of joy seeing that mm. um classic almost like all that was missing was him saying avengers assemble like it's just <laughs> right uh, yeah I'm oh thinking. god and that scene in the new trailer yeah where the, they're all the just jumping, jumping. The side, yeah it's like that's a comic book. That is, it's a classic comic cover of just them jumping to the right at a God knows what. Into into action, into danger. Just Marvel gets it. They do. And uh, I was reading an article uh, yesterday um, that was uh, one of their, their DC's head creative guys was talking about how much grittier uh, the DC movies are going to be than Marvel. And I, I, it's like that's their like main focus is making them dark right. and gritty. And Man. it's like that's... That's not even what DC is. Yeah, yeah. It's not. No. Uh, they have this uh, convergence thing going on, and the, the book that I'm most excited for is like a Captain Marvel book, and he's like probably one of their least gritty characters. Mm. Yeah. yeah. He's fun. Yeah, I, that's what I like about him. Yeah. There was a rabbit there for a while that was like... Well, and he has like uh, the, the... The Marvel family. The, tar- the tiger guy. Yeah. Uh, Tony. Something Tony. Tony Tiger? Tony, Tony the Tiger. <laughs> He's great. Uh, yeah. Yeah, no, it, he's, 
he's gridifying everything. I, the, you don't need to. No. That gritty doesn't equal good. Yeah. All right. Stay positive. Stay yeah. positive. Yeah. Stay positive. Yeah. Mine would definitely be um, Batman Returns, seeing that in theaters, and like the fear I had before the penguin uh, like came out of that box. Because I remember seeing trailers of it and like seeing skeletons. And I remember being like, oh, dead people are going to be in that box. I'm sure of it. And then it was like when it was all the clowns and everything, like I was like, oh, I was scared for no reason. This is awesome. <laughs> like, okay, he's going to beat up these clowns. Like, oh, okay. And I remember just, I mean, especially for being there in the theaters, seeing that one and like just sort of, you know, being like, okay, this is. I'm going to see Batman, like, do some very neat things in this movie. Like, okay. Mm. Which which was the Batman for that one? Returns. Mm. Okay. Two. The Penguin. Michael Keaton. Yeah. Keaton. Catwoman. Danny DeVito. Danny As DeVito. Danny DeVito. <laughs> he was a good Penguin. Yeah. He was. And uh, you? The, um, I was trying to think of some moments, and uh, I just want to say, like... All of Winter Soldier was amazing. Oh, yeah, all of that, yeah. That was awesome. But, like, was in movie. particular, the, the scene knife where fight? The, every fight scene in that movie. The was elevator amazing. was awesome. Oh, there yeah. were, all those fight scenes were coordinated so well. Yeah. and But there's also there's two moments from that movie that uh, I was just like, God damn. There's the scene where at the beginning where Captain America like fights everyone on that ship. I was yeah. like, Jesus Christ. This is an Ed but, Brubaker movie. But they're all having oh my a God. casual conversation. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But like the, just like Amanda, the, just like the the brutality in those fight scenes, I was like, "This is Ed Brubaker." Like this, this I'm getting to see Ed Brubaker's work in movie when he drops the, truly done well. The shield and, then, and he's fighting uh, Bartok. Uh, yeah, and then the other scene was uh, Sam Jackson driving in his car, and then Winter Soldier <laughs> is just in the middle of the road, and he shoots that thing. that The magnetic. Yeah, that yeah. goes into the car, and it explodes, and he just kind of like takes a step away. Mm. Like, Sam oh, Jackson, though, man. Nick Fury is such a badass in that. Yeah. Um, but then Winter Soldier just, Yeah. Yeah. That is a great movie. Yeah. That, I I mean, I people keep on asking me to rank the movies. You know, your, what's your favorite superhero movie? And... I haven't figured it out completely yet, yeah. but I put gets, Winter Soldier right up there. Yeah. yeah, it just gets harder with each one, especially with the Marvel movies. I've enjoyed all the Captain America movies. Yeah, so uh, been, they've they've been like my favorite of the standalone, like not group superhero movies. I mean, I just love all of them. Like all, every one of them, I feel like ah, oh, this is just. I don't want to say tops the last one, yeah. but I mean this like adds so much and. Uh, like, yeah, I just can't get over how much I love every one of them. Yeah, well, yeah. Captain America. The one, yeah, I mean, obviously you always have some little small critique about a movie. You just want to see him get better. Mm-hmm. But I would say, the, I think you hit it. I think Winter Soldier, Soldier is, is perfect. awesome. It's yeah. combined superheroes, James Bond, spies, you know, government overthrow. I just unbelievable. Mm. It's so funny because I remember seeing that and like coming out at the end. I was like, "How's Guardians gonna top this?" And then no. Guardians came out and yeah. it was so good. I uh, in completely different ways. Yeah, but so this good is, nonetheless. This is still positive, but I want to maybe slightly negative. And I feel like I've maybe told the story before, uh, if not here, definitely other places. 
that the moment they they announced a Guardians of the Galaxy movie, I was so excited. I told like my girlfriend every day, and I told Holly <laughs> every day since then. I was like, Guardians of the Galaxy is going to be the biggest movie in the world. I will mm. guarantee you that right now. And everyone was like, yeah, yeah, like we never, uh, blah, blah, blah. So excited for that movie that I went to go see it. And uh, it just met my expectations. And I mean, I still loved it, but I, I didn't walk away like, Blown ah, away because I I already had such high expectations and they were met. Well, so how did you? Well, okay, so you you like Guardians of the Galaxy early on in your life, or what? No, not even that. It was just that uh, them finally introducing Mar- Marvel space. Okay, like that's what I loved about it is that Marvel in space. I love Marvel's did you, universe. Did you read the Annihilation War and all that stuff or no? I still have no. not. But no. so okay, so space it drew space is what drew you in. Yeah, cuz like we were finally getting to that. And then how did you know like what did you envision because I mean the soundtrack to me was oh, genius. Yeah, I still listen to and, that almost every day. And w- and is that was did you expect something like that? Did you expect that, did the comedic expect. nature of the movie? I mean, what I, I did expect that it would be funny, the same way I expect Ant-Man to be funny, because, uh, I mean, Marvel Marvel knows when to do funny, and they know when to do serious. Uh, but I just, I, I knew James Gunn's work of the scope of the Marvel Universe is so large that I was like, there's no way this isn't going to be Star Wars. Yeah. And sure enough, biggest movie in the world, and I still love it, but like... I was just like, yes, this is exactly what I wanted. This is what I expected. That, like, my expectations were just too high. And so, like, my mind wasn't blown. It was like, yes, this is what I wanted. <laughs> That's Which, great. Yeah. I mean, and, you obviously want your mind to be blown. Yeah. But you'd blown it probably early on. So. Yes. And uh, that's why with Ant-Man, I'm still super excited for Ant-Man. But I'm just going to... Mellow. Yeah, I'm just yeah. mellowing Ant-Man. But uh, I think I think that's yeah. I think I'm pretty sure we're like a little over two hours. Now. Yeah, it's okay. Uh, <laughs> so when will this broadcast? Uh, Saturday. Saturday. Yeah, this Saturday. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. So we should obviously mention that uh, Meltdown's having a big party on Monday on night. Monday, yes. Tomorrow we are having uh, an art show. The this, is, this won't be on there, but it'll be running throughout the week. Mm. Uh, Back to the Future themed. Yeah. And then on Monday. I mean, a big Microsoft event. The Ori and the Blind Forest, mm. which is the v- new video game. Put out on Xbox One. And uh, it's beautiful. It's gorgeous. I, it's, uh, it's, it's an indie game, uh, but it's just fantastic looking. It's, yeah. ja- it looks like a Princess Mononoke yeah. um, video game almost. Mm. <laughs> uh, something I was uh, a little confused about, I guess, though, is how to... Because I I think I had read invited guest, but then uh, RSVP did this. Yeah, yeah. Uh, the the event's been opened up. Uh, I think so. I mean, I public. think if you RSVP or you want to contact mm-hmm. Meltdown or uh, Facebook, just say you want to come. I mean, it's uh, we'll let you in. We'll let you <laughs> in if you if you are giving us advance notice that you want to come or if you want to try to get in. There'll be free In and Out burgers. Yeah, um, Donut Friend will be here. 
Is it Dona Friend or Fiend? Friend. 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 Yeah. yeah. They are from Los Feliz? Uh, uh, Highland Park. Highland Park. And uh, I hear they're ridiculous. They yeah. make wonderful donuts. Uh, and most of their donuts are uh, punk rock themed. Uh, and which, vegan. Uh, yeah, and, and vegan, which speaks to Aristotle and I very high. <laughs> uh, not being a vegan, but liking punk rock and uh, Aristotle liking both. Um, it's th- They're fantastic. So yeah. they'll be here for free. Yeah. And DJ then Frankie Chan, DJ right? Frankie Chan, yeah. and then there's the candy bars that have uh, original artwork designed on them. And Gaston just posted up a picture of the uh, the woodcuts a little while oh, ago. Oh yeah, yeah, they look they look really cool. And uh, Aristotle, you'll be recording a podcast. Oh yeah, the, the indoor I, kids are doing a podcast yeah, I keep live. About that. Uh, live podcast is going to be a live indoor kids. Yeah, yep, with uh, Camille and uh, Emily V. Gordon. Emily V. Gordon. So, Monday night, 8 o'clock to 11, meltdown. It's going to be a party. It's yeah. going to be an epic party, and you're not going to want to miss it. Uh, if for the very least <laughs> to come play a new video game yeah, and get your grub on. Yeah. Come check it out. Come have fun with us. This uh, has been Melcast 3.0. Yeah. Yeah. Episode Melcast at night. At night. Thanks for letting me join, fellas. Thanks oh, for coming on, man. Glad to have you. Oh, man. I'll be here every week if you <laughs> if you don't watch out using my nasally NPR voice. No, it's great. I love it. Cool. All right. Bye. Bye people. See you Thanks. later.